Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Married Men Don't Talk Show. I'm your host for tonight, uh, Darren Smith, the author of How to Stay Married for At Least 100 Years. Uh, also joining me is my co-host Rodney Turner and Tony Hawkins, also known as T Hawk. Uh, we do have a couple of rules for tonight, fellas. It's uh, no cursing, uh, no profanity, or no, we're going to give everybody respect and uh, respect each other's opinion. And uh, I just wanted to make one announcement before we get started. Uh, we do have a few more seats at the Ma- Ma- Marriage Madness at Maggiano's happening next Saturday on the 22nd of March. Uh, we got like maybe about four more seats. Uh, so please go to householdstress.com to, uh, to sign up. Uh, click on the uh, upcoming events tab and sign on up. All right, uh, let's jump right into tonight's show. Uh, this is going to be a good one tonight because uh, very uniquely, I always at the beginning of the week or when I know it's my turn to, my turn to host, I always, you know, ask God to, uh, to guide something my way to give me something for my show. And, but I, what, I, what I don't clarify is whether it's good or bad. And maybe I need to start changing my prayer to good stuff because <laughs> a lot of stuff doesn't happen this week uh, alone. So the name of the night's topic is, Can I Have One Second Chance? All right, so I would like to start off uh, by saying, is a second chance justifiable after five years of faithfulness is interrupted by one night of passion with someone outside of your marriage? Uh, I want to start that question because most of marriages dissolve by uh, cheating, and uh, and but we're not going to go all the way in tonight with cheating because it's so much in this topic that we got to go over. So without further ado, anybody want to jump in and say is one worth of? Can you have a second chance after cheating just one time? Should you deserve a check, second chance? If you deserve a second chance, but I think you need to look at things as a whole and and you know make an intelligent decision on whether you think that you can forgive that person if you can't forgive that person then you know it's not going to work but um i don't think anybody deserves a second chance but i think you need to look at like i said things as, as a totality okay i agree with that and you need to look at how the marriage was up until the five years when this even happened was it a good marriage or was it a raggedy marriage that just went fully bad? So, 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 can any length of good time of not cheating be used as leverage for the second chance? Because some people they don't they don't dive off into that stuff until like fifteen, eighteen years, close to the time when the kids getting out of the house, close to around year ten. So, can you just can you bring up that all that good time and say, hey, you know, look, I gave you. I gave you some 10 solid years of not cheating. I don't think that's the right attitude, you know, but I think it, it, it doesn't make sense to have a knee-jerk reaction and say, okay, you know, um, you cheated, that's it, it's over. I, I think it, it really, you know, you really have to examine the whole picture, you know. I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, well, for me, I would say 
That means I gave you 10 good years and I never cheated. So what does that mean? I'm going to give you another 10 good years before I mess up again? Hmm. I think we're missing something, though. I think we're missing something. And I think that the blame is one thing. Accepting blame for what you've done is one thing. But I think often not we don't talk about the reason why a person cheats. A lot of times it's just not greed. You know what I mean? There's a there's a lack of something going on that makes a person step out after 10 years. So it might have been, you know, five years of feeling neglected where, you know, five good years and five bad years. And the 10th year you were like, well, I can't take it no more. I got to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I believe that if you express that to the person that you cheated on, you know, they may accept it better when it's when they can look back and say, well, maybe I did neglect you and, and, you know, or whatever. I mean, I'm not just saying, you know, that you have an excuse for it, but the way that you um, explain your actions will probably be better for you. Mm, okay. Anybody else? Well, could a second chance actually open up some unwanted closed doors? Like, for instance, you know, uh, I had a, one one particular person I know, they, uh, at first they wouldn't entertain nobody talking to them or flirting with them. Or at first they was like, okay, he's got a nice dress, or that's a nice hairstyle. Even if the guy wasn't trying to hit on his wife or the woman, it would be like cold shoulder, oh, my man tells me that all the time. Until now when, when later in the marriage it's like, you know, well, I'm going to entertain that and say, oh, thank you, with a smile. Not really, you know, pushing them away, but not really keeping them there either. You know, just entertaining it, being nice or nicer than she was before all that happened. So could a second chance open doors like that? Hello? Hit that one more time, man. I'm... Can, can a second chance open unwanted closed doors? Like, your wife gave you a second chance after you've cheated. And then, but, but before you cheated, she was like, oh, cold shouldering everybody. Like, no, you know, I'm not, I, I know what you're trying to do when you're trying to holler at me like that. I understand what's going on. You know, so, hi, oh, hey, how you doing? But now, since a man has cheated, She's more open to comments from the different guys, not saying that she would do anything. But that's a, un, that's a closed door that I want, did, wouldn't want open. I wouldn't want, if my wife wasn't flirting before I cheated, I wouldn't want her entertain flirting after the cheating is done. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you so got problems like, at that point. You got problems at that point. I said you got problems at that point. I mean, she starts communicating and allowing, allowing stuff to come through. You know, I mean, I mean, any time the trust is violated, you now look like a different person to her. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so her, her, her goals for the marriage, her, her agenda changes now. Now the door is open because you broke that, you know, that trust. You know, so, so for you to get back, you got to not only get back in the door yourself, but you got to get her back in the door because now you gave her permission to step out. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, how you, how you gonna tell her? You know, come down on her when when you already done did the dirt. Yeah. 
Well, that's why the that's why the second chance is there. The second chance is there to say, you know, hey, I'm not. I mean, it was a mistake. I'm not going to do it again. And if she say I forgive you, that should be all the way forgiven without any repercussions or any kind of you know fallback, shouldn't it? Because that's what a second chance is. Well, you know, that's what I say. You know, um, if you can if you can move to a point of forgiveness. Uh, but you know when when all that kind of thing happens, uh, you're not you're not coming at it from a point of strength. Like, hey, I gave you ten good years, you should be happy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you go to that point, and and you are definitely you know walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know now you gotta you, now you gotta if, if those things happen, you gotta give up some freedoms because now you have to you know. Forgiveness, um, you know, is one thing, but but re-earning the trust is a whole different ballgame. Because every time you walk out the door, it's going to be going through her mind. Yep, he's going to do that again. Wonder who who he's talking to now. You know what I mean? And uh, Chris Rock did a did a funny uh, comedy thing on it. You know, where you know the dude was was out the door, and she said, "Ah, I'll give you a second chance," (laughs) and she Mm -hmm. showed the brother crazy. You know what I mean? Blowing up his cell phone. You know, I'm walking out the door. I'm in the store. I'm down the aisle. I mean, that that, that might be funny, but the, the the fact is that's really what goes down. I mean, it it's a it's a really difficult process to to reestablish that trust. Not that it can't be done, but it's a long, hard process. Uh, funny, Tony and I were talking about this last week. You know, having been down that path, it's not worth going through that for, you know, to get a piece of you-know-what to me because I've been down that road and I know what that means, and it's just not worth it. Well, mm-hmm. anybody else? Yeah, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. If a man consistently is not on top of his game, right, not at being a good husband, not at being, I mean, you could be a supportive parent, but not being a supportive husband, not being a good role model for the head, head of the household, not taking care of your wife. Consistently, consistently. And she's constantly saying, you know, I think you need to change. I need, you, I need you to step up your game. I need you to pay more attention to me. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. She's constantly letting him know that the time is running short, right? And then she steps out. Is she really wrong? Is she really wrong if she step out? She really, I think is she, she is. No, I'm okay. a, go ahead, someone else. Yeah, anybody else? Um, I, I don't think, I think you only paint one scenario. I mean, a lot of times on these calls, you know, I know we all know men that cheat, but lately I, I just know a lot of women that cheated. Mm-hmm. And... You know, not all the times do they give those warning signs, uh, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. Sometimes women just make it up in their mind that they want to cheat, and they just do it. That but they have something that drives there, right? What's it now? Don't, doesn't it have to be something that takes them there? Or did, when you say they just make up their mind that they want to cheat, and they just do it? I don't know. I don't know if it's the other person, or um, I honestly don't know. Um it's just like, you know, you walk outside and you don't see a tree there and you never saw a hint 
of a of a little weed or anything else growing, and all of a sudden you walk outside, it's a full grown tree there. Like, oh, why did this happen? Mm-hmm. This, right, and I didn't have any any sign. So I mean, you know, so, sometimes, you know. So so today, um, if you found out that there was a tree there, um, that your wife has stepped out, and if you found out today, um. Can I assume that you'll give her a second chance, or am I wrong in my assumption? I can't answer that question. I don't think anybody can. If you want to understand, so I can't answer that question. I'll give you a textbook answer. I'm going to pray and go to church and pray the Lord give me the strength to get over it, and we're going to get back together and make it happen. There's your textbook. <laughs> uh, the understanding, I don't textbook. know. Yeah. yeah. That's the truth, because nobody really can answer that until you're in that situation. Yeah. yeah you don't I mean, it's just like how you handle death of a loved one. I mean, we all handle that differently. But 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 do 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 we look at ourselves though when that happens? Oh, and what role do we play? Go back and be like, how did I let my woman? Oh, absolutely. Get my stuff away. Get my stuff away. Or we I mean, just mad and call her trifling. That trifling have. I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, what's the response? I mean, the guys I know, they, they, every, I mean, every guy I know whose wife cheated on them, they, they ask that question. They go back and they replay key events. And sometimes there's nothing there. There's no indication. I can't get into specifics because someone may listen to this, <laughs> this recording. But uh, believe me, when I say that these guys are really committed to their marriage and going above and beyond, you know what I'm saying? Like you would never suspect. And I mean, they mm-hmm. they're totally oblivious. That's just my experience. I don't know. Wow. Well, so let me ask you a question: Is having that second chance is it worth? Because what Andrew described earlier that it was a it seems like a lot of drama. So is is giving somebody a second chance worth all that drama that you're gonna to have to go through just to obtain that second chance? Is you know what I'm saying? Is it worth? If it's, I say I, my wife, is, uh, I'm giving her a second chance, or she giving me a second chance, is it worth her calling me every five seconds? Where am I going? Why you got? Yeah. I mean, that, is it worth? That, that I mean, you know. And, and this really goes back to what T-Hawk is saying. I mean, let's say you look back on your relationship with your wife, and let's say you really did ignore her. Let's say you really did could see how she could be driven to cheating. Then I would think an assumption is that you would be more apt to giving her a second chance. And, I mean, you know, the guy that I know that gave his wife a second chance, I mean, she was blowing his phone up every second. She was calling. She was like, oh, I dropped a can of peas. And the I'm bending over to pick him up, and then I'm, you know, I'm coming. It's like, you know, it was like really something else. I know, but maybe there was something that he said that he did drive her to, a, you know, another dude. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't tell you. Hmm. Well, I, you know, like I said, I think you have to look at it, you know, um, in the whole picture of things. And, you know, you put, you put 10 years in, you may have – you may have a couple of children, you may have a house, you may have a lifestyle. And, I mean, it's easy to say if you cheat, I'm done. But in the real world, I mean, you got to, I mean, unless you're just an idiot, you've got to sit back and look at things and see, hey, you know, what did we have? Did we have a successful marriage? You know, is it worth working at it? 
You know, are we willing to get to the to the root of where the the problem really is? Because the problem really isn't the cheating. That's usually a symptom of the problem. Um, you know, of an unhealthy relationship somewhere. So it's it really comes down to to really just you know looking at the whole picture and realizing, you know, hey, you know, is. It's easy to say I'm just gonna walk away, but eh, it's not that simple, you know. And especially if you know if there's children involved and 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 you know there's property involved, and I mean that's a that's a lot to go through also. So you got to figure out: is it worth trying to rebuild the trust? Is it worth you know? And my my simple answer after seeing many many couples go through this. Uh, over the years is if there isn't true forgiveness then it's not worth it because she will beat the hell out of you with it that's what that's what i was about to ask you know um is it going to be brought up during an argument like let's say if you say okay i forgive you and 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 then after all is over a month later she you mad about her cooking dinner and or she didn't cook the right thing, or she burned some stuff up, and you just kind of joking around with her, or you mad with her, or whatever you, and then she brings that up. Right. You know, is is it fair to even bring that up, and if it ain't got nothing to do with it, because that's a child, well, that's, that's a thing. And, just, and in true forgiveness, you're not going to be using the past as a weapon. And if you do, it doesn't just have to be cheating. If you do, that's a, that's those are destructive things in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Unforgiveness is really what destroys most marriages, you know, because you can't, you, you, just, you just can't fight that, you know, because, you know, you know, what you did five years ago, what you did such and such, what you called me when I was this and that, what you said to me, you know, and, and if you don't get to a point of true forgiveness, all these things get swept up under the rug. You can say I forgive you, but if you keep pulling it out as a weapon to beat me, you truly haven't forgiven. Because true forgiveness isn't bringing back the past and beating me up with it. Right. So, the, like I said, the, the the real, you know, question is, can you get to true forgiveness? And I think that's a question that can only be answered with time. Because first thing, when it, when it first is uncovered, I mean, you're in a shock. There's a shock period. And you go to, into numbness, you know. And, and you literally, when, 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 Infidelity happens. The marriage that you had is over. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't yeah, mean you have to get divorced, but the marriage you had is over. Mm-hmm. And you can build a new marriage, but the marriage you had is over. And you know, it's like a death, and you got to go through a mourning stage and all kind of different things. You know, so I mean, like, like to me, having been down that road. It's, that's why I look. I say, it's not worth it. I don't care how fat she is. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, you know, because well, let me I ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a question then. Is because um, sometimes when you ask most men why they do why they did it, they give you a reason, and a lot of times they they fault the wife. A lot of times they fought the way. I'm not saying it's the wife's fault, but a lot of times they say she wasn't giving me enough of whatever, or she wasn't doing the the duty, or she wasn't submissive enough, or she wasn't doing something. It was something that she wasn't doing that drove him to do that. But if she asked the question, 
he was just, hey, I'm caught, I'm busted, I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and explain to you why I cheated, because if I really give you the reason why I cheated, then you're going to find out that I'm blaming you for the reason I stepped out. So then well, he's the still real not... reason for cheating is uh, selfishness. That's the real reason. Okay, at the heart of it, it's what you wanted to do, and you didn't care enough about your family, your wife, and the consequences for it. That's the real reason. So if a wife, if a wife is not giving her her husband, because uh, we had, we you know, we heard some uh, some times when the guy's not or don't feel like he's getting enough sex once a month. That's out of the question. So let's say if a guy's getting uh, sex from his wife once a month, if he goes out and cheats. And she comes in and catches him, and then she says, you know, I caught you cheating, and, and I'll give you a second. He asks for a second chance, and she gives it to him, and she say, why should I give you a second chance? If the real answer is, you know, you wasn't doing your part in this marriage to satisfy my sexual needs anyway, even if that's true, should he just say, I'm not, I'm going to reserve that. I ain't going to even say that because I'm still trying to get back in the door. The, the truth of the matter is it's not going to change. Once he gets back in the marriage, he's still going to receive sex once a month, or it might be once every two months now. Well, chances are if he's getting sex once a month or once every two months, there's something deeper issues in that marriage. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's not normal, and if that's the situation, there's okay. probably some other issues, and it may not be him. It may be some situations that lie in her that, you know, who knows? I mean, we, we, we ran into a situation where a, 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 a wife had been molested, and every time her husband talked, you know, touched her, that's what it brought her back to, and it had nothing to do with him. Uh, but the bottom line is that cheating, and, and, you know, you can use anything you want to, to bring it up. The bottom line is men cheat because they want to cheat. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, Hold on. That's what it comes down to. We all are out there every day seeing fat women, looking at this, talking about that, but at the end of the day, to pull that trigger, you have to want to. Okay? Just because you ain't had sex in the last week doesn't mean that, that you got the right to go out and smash something. Mm-hmm. You have decided that that's what you want to do. And the saddest agree. part about it, when I say it's selfish, I mean, <laughs> i got good friends of mine um, that, you know, she's walking around diseased for life because he decided that's what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's I don't selfish. agree with what you said. <laughs> what did you say? I don't agree with it 100%. Okay. I agree that there are some greedy brothers out there that just want to consume as much new booty as they can with a wedding ring on their thing. I do agree with that because we know some of them. But I also agree with the ones that feel neglected, man, and they feel as though they got bamboozled. When when things just started to change, and they feel as though they you know they're living up to their part of the agreement, you know intimately, sexually, sexually and financially, and all these other things, and then it just it, it just changed, and now they got to find a way to get the attention of their wife. So then they're like, okay, well I don't want to cheat on you, but you're gonna notice me, and you you may notice me after someone else has noticed me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So well, we I can't, think there's more of a woman's thought process than a guy. I, I think it can be. Men, men aren't trying to uh, aren't trying to make their wives jealous generally. Well, it's not, I'm not it's saying not, it doesn't it's not happen. Jealous, but 
it, it, I'm not saying jealous, but I'm saying is is being out of character because there's a need. Okay. You can okay. act out of character because there's a need, and the end result is somebody else showed you attention when you wasn't getting it from the person you were supposed to get it from. Now, that's mm, usually that, what ends up happening. That, that's not out of character, bro. Okay. Okay, well, maybe I said it wrong. Maybe that is our character. Usually, usually, you know, affairs are happening because somebody's stroking our ego. Mm -hmm. No, that 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 may that may be true. In the first group of the first guy that uh, I think it was T Hawk that explained about the guy that's with the wedding ring that's just trying to get as much new booty. But I think a lot of it has to do. I think a lot of guys that typically won't cheat, they end up cheating. I think they do that because they're just not feeling their wives for whatever reason, and then that makes them. More apt to cheat. Mm. That's a man's nature, man. To to actually go out and cheat? No, to hunt. To, well, nah, nah. I, I mean, it is, but I think that's something that we outgrow. Right. Oh. I mean, the, the, yeah. you're well, going to always cheap. window shop, but I don't. You ain't going to go further than that. <laughs> I think most men cheat because they don't think they're going to get caught. I don't think men cheat because they think, you know, when she finds out, you know, she's going to realize that, 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 you know, I need more attention. I think most men cheat and don't want to get caught. I would be afraid to cheat. Even if I knew I wasn't going to get caught, it just wouldn't sit right with me. So, 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 Andrew, what happens to the men that get caught? Well, it sucks. It sucks to be them. I mean, but have you ever thought they get caught because subconsciously they want to be caught? When I got caught, I didn't want to be caught. <laughs> Why would a woman subconsciously want to get caught? Huh? Listen, huh? listen, listen. Most of us on this... Why did you get caught? No, 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 no. He said, do some men get caught because subconsciously they want to get caught? I'm like that's crazy. I don't know. I don't want to get caught. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Think about it. If you're unsatisfied and you out there, then you may. If you're married, and another woman is sending you an email, or another woman is sending you naked booty pictures, or another woman is texting you, you want to get caught. If you're walking around with two phones. Yeah. You know, if you're in certain places where you shouldn't be, if you're missing, if all your time isn't accounted for, you want to get caught. Mm-hmm. There's people that can master cheating that just don't get caught. Cause that's yeah, but they're like called women. I was just going to say that. <laughs> okay, we guys aren't that slick. We guys remember, don't mess up. But women can be slick. Remember Eddie Murphy Raw and in the movie and his fan of mine? What he said was, women are classy. They do it nice. They're going to spend money. They're going to take a vacation. Men are trifling. We'll go to a raggedy hotel and throw our dick in the sink. Well, that's <laughs> and, and pay with a credit that. card. And pay with a credit card. Right, that our wife has access to. Right. Yeah, you want to get caught. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, anybody else for what? I don't think if we want to get caught, I don't think, we, we don't think it's through like they do. You know, I yeah, but I, when you say, hey, I did use my credit card, and she won't see that. Yeah, then that's why I use the word subconsciously. Because if we were, I mean, think of all the things that we plan out and we succeed without fail. 
But then you go do something that could that could obviously change your whole life, ruin your whole life, and you don't think, man, maybe I shouldn't have used that credit card. Yeah, but see, Tony, most people, most people don't think of the consequence. They don't, you know, think it through. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll tell you what, I didn't all the consequences. You know, is one thing led to the next, led to the next, led to the next, and I got it over my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Were you there because like, you, but did you get in that situation because you was happy at all? I mean, I wasn't, like, miserable. I mean, you know, it's just, you know, you know, one of those things, man. I mean, I wasn't, like, miserable. It wasn't like I was in the basement for a year. Okay. You know, it wasn't like I wasn't getting it. It was just, you know, just after a while, you know, you just, you know, this one flirts with you, you flirt back, then you get called on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, okay. I'm you know, that's, that's what the way it went down with me. I mean, you know, and, and any guy that tells you he doesn't like the attention of a beautiful woman is lying, or he's a faggot, one of the two. Okay? I mean, any guy likes attention from beautiful women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, and, and you put that out there, and if you get it back, you got you know, that's why flirting is so dangerous. Because if you get called on it, what you going to do? So that's yeah, but it, there's two different things. You know, a woman telling you, hey, nice tie, nice cufflinks. You know what I'm saying? And, and then you good. saying, hey, meet me at the hotel. That's something, you know. If you can't yeah, think of compliment without thinking about that. cheating, there's something Oh, Tony, but it can get to that. It don't start yeah. when she walks up to you and says, hey, meet me at the hotel. If she did that, you wouldn't go. You'd be thinking, what the heck is this set up? You know, you go out to lunch and, and you see her out there or something like that, and the next day you just kind of happen to go down that same work road hope you see her again. Mm-hmm. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm being real. That's real. I got you. You know, and, and, and then, you know, she smiles at you. You smile back. I mean, that's the way it goes and starts. It don't start out with, you know, hi, my name is Andrew. Meet me at the Tyson's Corner Marriott. Well, I mean, you right, my credit card. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to tell means... you what, when you go get wrapped up in it, you do some dumb stuff. Yeah. Yeah, cause you, because and, you and get you, careless. You, know, well, you might want to get caught. I don't know. But that's but I'm the point you, that I'm man. making, man. You, you get careless because you don't found something that tastes better than what you already got. So you might even get yeah, caught because of it. Because that's like, you... It's sweet. Yeah, you go out there and tell you that sin isn't fun is lying. Sin is a whole lot of fun for a season. You see, but then when you got to pay the price, then the fun stops. And see, having been on both sides of it, having given and received it, and been in both hurt places. I realize it's just not worth it to me at this point. And I would hope guys that are thinking about it would hear that from a brother that's been down there and lost it all, you know, because it ain't worth it. Uh, check this out. Now, uh, I got my brother here. Uh, I, I just want to ask him, you know, he know he's on a radio show. He, uh, <laughs> I just, so you can't say certain words, Andre. I just want. Okay, all right. So, why did you choose to cheat on your wife? 
uh, with your ex-wife? Well, I chose to choose, I chose to cheat on my ex-wife because I was fascinated with the other woman, pretty much, and I thought the grass was greener on the other side. Uh, she, she she is fine. <clears throat> she yeah she she looked better than you know my ex wife and she had a little bit more money and we just had fun doing the things that we were doing and but at the end of the day it wasn't worth it so and and, and you get you want to you want your ex wife back now right yes and, and you want to back you want to get back with her like like get back with because y'all divorced now and you you're a free man yeah. And, and but but I, I noticed that the wife was pretty much the only one that to do, but pretty much have my back, and she was always there for me through thick and thin, and not the other. So why so why why if she had your back, then why did you cheat on her? I just told you because the other woman I was fascinated with the other woman, oh, and the fascination got you. Yeah, the fascination got me, and 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 just you know, I don't know. You I just, can't, I, it was just a fascination with her, man. That was it. It's all it was a facade. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so I, I, I asked him that because you know he actually going through. He ain't used to this radio show. He ain't. Even, he don't even have no no cool for etiquette. And and but you know he's he was an officer in the navy and all of that one that one chick cheating time cheating. It just it just you know he. He's, he lives with me now. He's getting a job. He got himself together, but he lost his career. He lost his family. He lost his crib. He lost everything. And um, and and that and that was. I mean, he's trying to play tough, but really, you know, he'll I see him every. Back. He'll bounce back, and it ain't worth it. But yeah, but, but, can I, can but I, I wanted to move on. But if anybody else ain't got nothing, because this conversation tonight is about. Uh, uh, just having one second chance. Can I have yeah, one second I, chance? And this is go I, ahead. Somebody else, go ahead. Yeah, can I can I ask the, y- your brother a question? And, and that that is, um, you know, just tying back to the topic. Mr. Oh, let Moses. me call him back up here. He ran back downstairs. <laughs> oh, he's gone already. But I mean, the only thing I was going to ask him was, uh, does he think he deserves a second chance, and why? That was hey, my question. question. Was that? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Very good question. Yeah. Does he deserve a second chance and why? No. You don't think you deserve a second chance? No. Why not? Oh, you on the phone with him now? (laughs) No, I don't deserve no second chance based off the way that I pretty much threw away something that she was trying to keep for the the longest and she was telling me, don't do it, we should work on it. But, hey, I had a fascination with the other woman and I wanted to make a life with this other woman. So pretty much, I threw away, you know what I'm saying, a great relationship that we could have, you know, had together for the rest of our lives, and I just threw it away like trash. You know what I mean? So, but uh, just, just give us some time. Give us some time. Give us some time. <laughs> oh yeah, I do that. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're talking to whatever. She said she gave me and everything like that, but Good. I don't think yeah. Just give us some time. Us. If somebody treated me just like I treated her, they know I wouldn't mm-hmm. give them other chance. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at it from that standpoint. So and that's, and that's, and that's fine, but but as, you know, but you know, um, as, it's called a cool down period. You know, where you can, you know, you go to your corner, she go to her corner, and and you just reflect back on some things, and then you know you come right back out and you know shake hands and, and talk about things. Just give us some time. Give us some time. I think anybody that's been down that road. And is truly remorseful does not believe that they deserve a second chance. 
for it, or they should get a second chance. Because mm. once you realize, you know, what you've done, you don't think you, you don't think, it, it, you don't think, like I said, you, it's not like you feel like, oh, yeah, I deserve a second chance because I'm this and I'm that and blah, 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 blah. Somebody that's truly remorseful when they've been there, they see the pain that they've caused, and they don't think a person, you know, owes them a second chance. Now, if they mm. get it, they're very thankful, okay? And, and, and probably one of the best things that could happen is for her is that she does forgive you and, and says, okay, honey, let's do this, because I'm going to tell you what happened with me, you know, because I was a pure defunct idiot in that marriage, and I didn't deserve a second chance. But, you know, my life changed, and as we sat in counseling, um, the pastor that was counseling with us said, you know, this is a different man today. You say you've been praying for him to do this and do this, and, and, and now, you know, he's changed his life, and, and now you want to leave. And she said, well, you don't know him, blah, blah, blah. He said, what you've done is you've set him up. you set up the next woman to get all the benefits after you went through all the hell. Mm. And trust me, my current wife today of almost 10 years, she's getting all the benefits. Yeah. Because I was an idiot, and God showed me, and my wife wouldn't give me another chance. Mm-hmm. Not that I deserved it, but she wouldn't do it. And, and if your wife, if she, if she did give you another chance, You'd be a different husband, wouldn't you? Uh, he went back downstairs. We can't talk to him. He gonna have to pick up his phone. <laughs> yeah, he don't. He don't. He don't like talking about that kind of stuff. He he because he on the phone with her right now, trying to stay in there. You know, uh, it's a painful deal. But the bottom line is, if if you have somebody that's truly remorseful and repentance, repent means not just I'm sorry, but turn you know, from your wicked ways and walk a different path. Somebody that's truly repentant, you know, um, you can have, you can build a tremendous relationship and a tremendous marriage. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I really realized. believe that. And that's what I was, Andrew, the same thing you're saying now, uh, I spoke to him earlier and I told him the same thing. The exact same thing that just came out of your, your mouth, I, I told him that verbatim earlier today. Um, but if it, nobody has, else have anything, I heard a voice uh, early, and I think it's my man. Um, and a, a, a lot of times we come on this show, and I, I got some extraordinary stories about second. Oh, well, tonight about second chance. I got some extraordinary stories, and this story was so extraordinary. I asked him to come on the line tonight, and did he mind sharing it with you guys? And Dyson, you on still? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Dyson, could you tell the fellas what? happened to you this past week and and I'm going to ask a series of questions of second okay. chance that he's done. Not a problem. Um first I want to commend you guys uh for for uh for the a successful uh talk show. Um I see you guys going uh straight up to the top and um that's cuz you guys are, you know, uh open your hearts and and reaching out to, you know, brothers like myself and um and, and learning, you know. And I, I definitely just want to thank you guys for uh, doing that, you know. You're welcome, brother. So, You're welcome. Thank you, brother. And uh, second of all, my man, Darren, uh, we know each other. We go way back, <laughs> way back in the Navy. Um, and, and over, what, 20 years, uh, we stayed in touch with each other, 
you know, tag each other and everything, then, you know, uh, pinging, you know, uh, what's going on in your life, what's going on here, you know. Um, you know, we laugh together, you know, cry together. I mean, you know, um, and when he asked me to uh, uh, share, you know, what just happened to me this week, uh, I was really flattered. And um, this this is um, how it opened up. Um, I was in Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, visiting uh, my, my sons from uh, my first marriage. Um, and they're in their 20s and 30s, you know, but I still stay in their life, you know. And I get a phone call. Uh, from my dad, uh, and I'm not going to uh, say the name just to protect the identity of the, uh, you know, real name, but he asked me if I knew, um, I'm going to say John. Um, I said, no, I don't know this guy. He said, well, he claims he's your 30-year-old son. And I said, whoa, you know. Um, well, I don't know him. He, so I told him to, you know, uh, get some information from him when I get back you know, to, you know, my destination, you know, back home, I'll, you know, make contact with him. So, you know, I made contact with him. He told me his mother's name, and, you know, I'm just going to say Jane, you know. I said, yeah, I, you know, before I went to Navy, I, you know, um, I did, you know, talk to her, and, and we did get together. So um, as we got to talking, you know, he's all excited. You know, he puts that on, on Facebook that, you know, he uh, finally found his uh, dad, you know, after 30 years, you know, and so uh, the question of a blood test came up, and he was the one pushing for the blood test. He said, I want to get a blood test done to make sure, you know, you know, I said, I understand, perfectly understand. I respect that, you know, 30 years. And it was kind of like a bittersweet moment at the time, uh, you know, because, he yeah, I got a 30-year-old son, you know, and I wasn't in his life, you know. Why wasn't I? Well, it gets better. Um, when he told his mother that uh, we wanted to get a blood test. She was um, totally uh, opposing it. Why you got to get a blood test? He's your father. He's your father, you know. So she said, you know, tell tell, tell, uh, tell Dyson to get in touch with me, you know. So he called me up. He said, hey, my mom is, is, is a little upset. She wants you to get in touch. I said, okay, I'll give her a call. And um, I gave her a call. And she uh, said, I said, hey, you know, I haven't talked about 30 C. <laughs> You know, so um, she uh, owned up and said that he wasn't my son. Before the blood so, test? Yeah. Wow. wow. And um, I said, okay. I said, is my name on his birth certificate? She said, yes. I said, he has my last name. And it gets uh, really more stickier, um, and I'll go into that after I tell you um, what I tell you here. He's got two kids. Their last name is my last name, and then he's about to get married. Wow. And so I talked to the mother. Oh, no, no, no. It gets better. It gets better. Hold on. It gets better. Um, I talked to the mother. I said, look. I said, you got to tell him. You're going to tell him. Well, I, when I asked who the father was, okay, you gentlemen sitting down for this one? Mm-hmm. I asked her who the father was. It's her uncle. Her uncle. What? Yes. She was getting. She was being raised by her aunt and her. Right. Uncle. She's. She was raised. Yeah. She was raised by her aunt and her uncle because <laughs> my mother died when she was like eight years old. So, and the the uncle is her mother's brother. So being that I used to come around a lot, they, well, her uncle and her are the only one to know 
the real secret and, and who the real father is. So they put it on me because I used to come around a lot. And you was in the Navy, mm-hmm. and she used your name to get right. in the system. Exactly. So to get welfare. I mean, you did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean. Yeah, so, um, so now, you know, um, keep in mind now, gentlemen, um, in the past uh, 72 hours, this has been a real uh, roller coaster, mental roller coaster for me and him. But he doesn't know that this is his uncle. He just knows that, you know, uh, well, I don't know. She told him that uh, she told me she would tell him that I wasn't the father. Uh, it's, it's just real strange. Uh, when we talk, I haven't heard from um, neither one of them. We've been in touch, you know, with each other for quite some time, you know, since I've been back. And all of a sudden, since she told me that uh, she told him what she was going to tell him, I haven't heard from neither one of them. So I'm a little concerned um, with his uh, state of being right now, you know, as far as, you know, you know, I mean, that that's a, a shock for a child, you know, to grow up to be 30 years old and find out I'm not his real father. And he goes out on Facebook to everybody, I found a real dad, I found a real dad, and then confirm I'm not, you know. So wow. now, gentlemen, I ask you, okay, we're going to take this step by step, okay, what happened in the past happened in the past, okay. But I ask you, now I'm faced with a, uh, a dilemma here because uh, she kind of like wanted, when we last talked, she kind of wanted me to, you know, after she tell him, keep my name on the birth certificate and kind of like adopt him. You know, now I say this, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a hard pill to swallow because I don't know this guy. I don't know him. I mean, he's a great guy. I talk to him, but, you know, how can you raise a 30-year-old? You can't. You can't adopt a 30-year-old either. Yeah. So, hey, you move back out of that and let her deal with her mess. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say on on your first point, brother, and thank you so much for sharing because um, that that's pretty heavy. But I would say that, yeah. you know, with regards to adoption and, you know, um, you can't do that by yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I would just like you stated before you started sharing. I mean, this is an outlet. You said the brother is about to get married, so we can adopt him. You know, in in mm-hmm. in some semblance of, of the word adoption. Um, right. You know, whereas I mean, this form can help him in his marriage, and you know, some of those mm-hmm. issues with uh, gotcha. you know, his father not being in his life. So I mean, that is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, but I mean, uh, when you said that. He has your last name, got a couple of kids mm-hmm. with your last name, and about to put a, your last name on the new wife's last name. Yeah. You know, yeah. a few, I, I think last year my brother T-Hawk did a show called Legacy. Okay. Um, and, and mentioned, you know, some of that, you know, talking about, you know, when we give our kids these names and, you know, how it affects their, their being. Because now, you know, according to you, it's like they have a last name that's really not even part of their legacy. Yeah. I, you know what? I, and I think that you kind of hit that on the nose because, uh, no, you really did hit that on. I didn't know how to express that. And, and um, like, like again, I express, you know, I'm still in, in, in my son's life, you know, even though uh, me and their mother didn't work out, I stayed in their life. And I'm still in their life. You know, I, I talk to them almost every day, and I go down there and visit them, you know. And, you know, so... To, to just jump from zero to thirty in like sixty seconds, okay, that's, that's too much for me. Yeah, that's a little well, bit too well, much. 
You know, the one thing, the one reason why I asked you to share that question is, is it's a lot of questions that need to be answered in this first after everything comes out. And the first question that I would have uh, is, does the uncle deserves a second chance from Denise? Mm. Wow. What do you mean, does he deserve a second chance? What do you mean? Does he, first of all, forgiveness? Does for he deserve for Forgive. molesting her? For making her hold or withhold information about how old was possible. the uncle? How old was the uncle at the time? Oh, he was in his um in his thirties. He was married to and his was, wife, right? And she was in the house with him. And she hmm. she was seventeen. She was seventeen. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So this is this is this is uh and 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 this is real life, fellas. I mean, this is I mean, even I though it doesn't exist in our well, we don't know anybody that would be you know, bold enough to admit some of this kind of family stuff. But does this man deserve a, ch- a second chance? Because after it comes out, you know, withholding who her father was, um, getting molested by her own, her, her trusted family member to raise her, uh, lying to on the birth certificate to protect the uncle. Does the uncle deserve a second chance from the niece to be forgiven? Well, what about is the uncle and the aunt still married? Yes, they are. They still together. Man, and I believe they really. I believe they only together because the auntie didn't know about this. Oh, uh, oh yeah, course, man. I mean, this, this, course, is, yeah. Gonna, this is going to blow up uh, the world. Their world. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, let me add something to this uh, recipe here. Uh, she did state to me when um, when I did make contact with her. She told me I was not supposed to surface. I said, look, I'm not trying to start any trouble in anybody's life. I said, he found me. Right. But he did. I said, I'm just trying to even score here, make make right today for tomorrow. But the, yeah, like but I the, said, if I were you, I, I'd say, look, you know what, you need to, you need to handle that. I'm not getting in all that. I mean, that. That's going to be devastating, and, you know, hey, you know, the Bible says what happens in the dark will come to the light. It may yeah, be we'll 30 years later, but you ain't going to hide the dirt forever. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at it a different way. And the question that I'm going to ask you is, um, knowing that this happened against her will, mm-hmm. knowing that this wasn't a decision that she made on her own, and mm-hmm. she was doing the best that she could with the best that she had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. even to now, when she's grown, she was like, you weren't supposed to surface. I was trying to, you know, because she had to live with that. Yeah. And I don't think it's but easy. She, and she's, but she's married. She's been, she's been married since um, the early 90s. I don't know, you know, what year, but she's been, mar- she's been married. I don't know. I don't know if her husband knows, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and see, you know, you guys bring up a good point, you know, you talk about collateral damage, you know, yeah. think about what, what this could, you know, do. Suppose I was married and, and you know, and I found I got a 30-year-old son and, you know, it, it, there's trouble there. You know, so, you know, there's this is a very sensitive um, case here that, that needs to be thought through very carefully, you know. Yes. Um, you know do you, you know, do you just come out and just blab it out, you know, put it out, you know, okay, 
uh, you know, I got pregnant by my uh, uncle, and bam, I put it out there. No, I mean, you know, there's collateral damage that you have to think about, you know, that the lives that this could affect, you know. Yes. Well, one of the things is she was a kid when this happened. Exactly. So, she know, was scared. She was scared. The same liability as as the uncle. You're talking about two different deals. Mm-hmm. You know, like she said, she had to still live there. Mm-hmm. You know, and and here she and, is. She doesn't have any folks. She's living with no. them. You don't know what's going through a 17 year old kid's mind. And and right. and he said, "Oh, we'll just we'll just make up this story." You mm-hmm. know, and, and, you know, one of the things when you start lying, it's hard to come up front and say, oh, this isn't the way it is. Right, right. So, I just, um, yeah, you, you, I mean, you know, everything he's saying is, is, is absolutely right, but but how do you approach this from a standoff point? Yes, and, and I think I think that is the clarity that needs to be spoken about now. Your decision. Because right now the ball is typically in your court. In your court only, because the mother said, "Can you just roll with it?" Mm, and exactly. if you were to just yeah. roll with it, she gonna she's gonna be behind you one hundred percent. The mm-hmm. son wants you to roll with it because he doesn't even really know the truth. Right. So it so mm. so you not rolling with it, like you said, the collateral damage could be more harm than yeah. anything. Right. You see what I'm saying? Not right. ask, not saying that you should roll with it, but at the right. end of the day, you got to ask yourself what you can live with and what you can't live with. That's exactly, right. and and see, that's this is where your morals and values come in at. Sure. You know, okay, you know, because I look at my sons. You know, would I feel comfortable lying to my sons? You know, for years and years and years, and they find out the truth and look at me, and they look at me in a different way. No. 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 You know, so that's where, again, that's where your morals and, and, and values come in at. That's why I said I, I, I would tell her, you know, you ain't getting me in the middle of this. You need to mm-hmm. deal with this. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the game like I'm daddy and I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perpetuate your lie. You did this. Now you need to undo it. Don't mm-hmm. drag me in the middle of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, again, I mean, it's not as – it's not like she was trifling. I don't believe. I don't believe it's not something that she did intentionally. Like I think I she tried that. I understand. All, all I'm saying is that mm-hmm. that I personally I wouldn't go along with it and say, "Okay, I'm daddy." Let's no, 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 no. Of course, no. You don't have I'm, to do that either. No, I'm not going to do that. No, that I'm not going to do. I'm gonna leave it up to her to tell him. Now, how she tell him? I don't know. Now, as far as the part two of that, that's up to her. How she put the sure. pieces together to tell him that, but. He needs to know that I'm biologically not his father. Yeah. Yeah. So or that part I stand on. Or it's well, you know what? At this stage of the game, a blood test really wasn't matter. I mean, blood test really isn't going to make a difference. You know, if you want to get to know me, you can get to know me as a person or whatever the case may be. But you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna agree with the father piece. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But if that's what you want to believe, I'm not going to stop you from believing that. But I'm mm-hmm. not going to I'm not going to go along with it. Whatever yeah. you can do to kind of keep that thing at bay without losing your own. Now, 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 let me ask you. Let me ask. Let me ask you. Uh, your brother's this, okay? Now, what about his take on this? I mean, this could be a devastating blow, and and I mean, just think about it. You know, 30 years old, and you start looking for your father when you you know, start to understand that your father's not in your life, and you start searching. 
sure. Yeah. So you have to take that in consideration as well. You know, everybody say, you know, uh, yeah, I tell him, I tell him, oh, no, 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 hold on. Because, you, you know, he's still a, a kid. He's still a kid. Yeah. 30 years on you know, he's still a kid, you know. And, well, from my perspective, how old I am. <laughs> you know? But, right. um, you know, so you don't know how that may affect him psychologically. You know, no, mentally, so you, don't, you don't know how he's going to flip out. If he, if he will flip out, I don't know, you know. You well, don't so, even know who he I, is. Can I interject something right here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm 39 years old. I found my father for the first time when I was 34. Okay. Um, and I've been looking for him since I was a teenager. And I did extensive man hunts. Mm-hmm. Um when I found him, he was in Atlanta. He was chilling. I flew mm-hmm. out to meet him. And he wanted me to spend a weekend at his house. And I was like, oh, no, I don't know you like that. I got a hotel room down the street or whatever. And we sat down, we talked, and he couldn't do anything out why he wasn't there. Um, all the myths, all, he dispelled all the myths that have been put in my head over the years. Uh, when I came back home, my mom, she never really liked to talk about him. But I was like, I need to ask you one more question just to verify, verify this guy. And, you know, my father got dental issues. <laughs> and so I brought that up, and she was like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. Now, if I had did all that and got down there and then realized this wasn't him, it would have been almost murderous for me, you know. And I'm speaking to the fact that, you know, you say this young man, once he realizes that you're not really the real, this could be tremendous. It's not the word I'm looking for, tremendous. This could be explosive. You know, I don't know him. I don't know his mental state. But if he's already having some unstable situation in his life, this could push him over the edge. Yeah. Right. So and that's, I would that's my really that's my that's my roundabout around this whole thing is is with him in the middle and everything around him because this is about him now. You know, because right. every you know, I mean, we're all grown. We all you know been through some stuff. She knows what's going on. Her uncle knows what's going on. You know, so this is all. You know, he's in the middle looking up right now, you know. And that's that. That's my concern. Is, is I don't know him, but, you know, but I'm looking at him as, as, you know, uh, just, just after his, his um, what am I going to say? Just, just, you know, I mean, this is, this is still messing me up right now. That's why I can't even think straight. <laughs> but, you know, um I'm looking at the, his his mental health, you know, because he's talking about, you know, he's happy about to get married and and excited that he found me, you know. I mean, this is devastating. Sure. You know, it's devastating. Right now, on another note, I live in a couple places. I live in South Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one place I know I live, um, and I know for a fact when I lived in some of the places, I had unprotected sex with females, and I probably left a baby or two behind. So at some point in time in my life, I'm expecting somebody to call me and say, Dad, you know, I don't quite know how I'm handling it until that happens. But 
you know, I know for a fact there was a girl named Danielle in New Jersey. I was told that when you left, she got, she was pregnant. And, well, I had to leave New Jersey on the fly because I was in some criminal trouble. So I had to just okay. come out to D.C. So, and I never went back because I wasn't trying to have that criminal activity catch up with. But, you know, all my fellas would call me and say, man, yeah, she had a baby, baby, and just thank you, man. I'm like, oh, man, okay. Um, <laughs> Um, I don't know the I don't know where the girl is. She might still be in Willowboro. She might not be. I don't know. But I'm, I'm expecting at some point in time that her mom's going to share the story with her and say, "Well, who? I don't know if there's another guy in there." Like I have a daughter. I have a 11 year old daughter, but she's not really my daughter. I dated her mom, and me and the daughter got close. When the mom broke up, I didn't think it was right for me to cut the daughter off too. But the daughter understands that I ain't the real dude, and she knows who the real dude is. Okay. You know, so I'm expecting at some point in time, this chick in New Jersey is going to sit down with her kids and say, well, this ain't your real daddy. Your real daddy is this guy. And hopefully she remembers my name enough to look for me. And I'm not a world-class icon, but I'm pretty <laughs> locally known enough where if you come to D.C. and go into the right area and ask for Chris Vaughn, somebody be able to say, oh, yeah, I know him. You know, I guess all I'm saying is we need to walk a fine line right now. It's like walking on a tightrope. You know, I don't want you to get hurt. More importantly, I don't want this young brother with two kids and a fiance to get hurt because that's going to trickle down to his family. You know, I mean, my suggestion would be uh, maybe he's looking for, like, a big brother. You know, because growing up without a dad sucked for me. Growing Mm -hmm. up with a stepfather sucked for me. And I have stepchildren, and I try not to make their life suck like my life suck, you know. So maybe he's just looking for a big brother or male guidance. Oh, no, dude, no. He, that dude is looking for his daddy. He's been looking for his daddy all this time. He's been looking for the name that was on his birth certificate That's all right. this exactly. time. Yeah. And he finally found that name because don't nobody have – his name is Earlich Lawong Dyson. Ain't nobody got that name. That's oh, not a, no. Um, yeah. That ain't an everyday common name. So if this dude looking for an Ehrlich, he figured it's going to be easy to find. Right. Okay? So then when he finds his dad, now it's like, oh, man, um, I found him because ain't nobody else named this. So one, and, 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 and if, he's been, if he's been searching... The, the the killer part is his mom seen him searching. His mom knows he's looking, and he she knows or she figured that he was chasing his tail. Because she never show up again. Dyson ain't coming into their life again or whatever. He'll never find them, so everything is all good. Now, if it was back in the 80s when Facebook and all these other social media sites wasn't available – He'll have a tougher time, but right now it's, it's, it's more easier than that. Now, how is this kid going to look at his mom? Is he going to ever give his mom a second chance of being like, why didn't you just tell me it was Uncle Charles? I mean, I've been mm. coming over here for years, and I've been calling him uncle, and I've been sitting on this man's lap, and I've been, he's my favorite uncle. You know, how how is he going to forgive his mom and say, Mom, I forgive you for keeping this secret from me, I can't, I don't think he will say, I don't blame you. Because a lot of stuff stemmed from, because the, 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 the kid also been in, in trouble too, right, Dyson? Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's been in trouble in his life, and that bring you know not knowing your family could bring trouble like that. You know, her best just, way out of this may be to say, you know what, I was with several guys, and I picked one of them. <laughs> You know, I mean, if she brings all this and says, well, uncle is your daddy, I mean, all hell's going to break loose. Yeah, right. that's the hell of a confession. That's, that's what I was talking about, collateral damage. You know, I mean, if she if she opens it all up, I mean, you know, I know you want to be straight, but my goodness, how much destruction is that going to cause? If she says, honey, I put him down because, you know, I, I, I was with several guys and I wasn't sure who the daddy was, to tell you the truth. That's mm-hmm. where I was. It wasn't right. I shouldn't have done it. But that's what I that's what I would I mean, you know, for me to sit you down and say, Well, yeah, I did this, but you know, your uncle's really your daddy. I never told your auntie, here's the deal, you know, blah, 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 blah. I mean things are gonna blow up. Oh yeah, no, you should know. cover up a lie with another lie. Well but it goes back yeah, to I don't know, question. you know, I don't know. I'm just saying that that you know I don't know. Well, it, it, it goes right to the original question: Does the uncle deserve a second chance? And and I I think what I mean does deserve to you know come back and say uh, please forgive me, let me make this right and and do the right thing. Is there oh, a right thing a second to do after that? Is there? You know. I mean, you you, you asked him to get a second chance for raping a, a, your 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 niece. No, well, I'm not asking. I'm just saying that's that's the. No, I mean, the, I mean that's that's the question. Should mm-hmm. should a rapist have a second chance? No, I don't think that. I don't think that the whole second chance piece applies to him. No, I think is, that you can just, Yeah, I think that you can. He you took can, advantage of a situation, and, yeah. and he, you know, and he molested a child. Yeah, I think that it's all about whether you're going to forgive him. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Ain't no second chance. Ain't no nah, nah, we cool, we gonna hang out, you gonna come to the reunion. Ain't none of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll forgive you because God, that's what God tells me to do. But other than that, that's where it is. Ain't no second okay. chance. So, okay, all right, let's, 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 let's fast forward on that one, and I, you know, I, I like your answer on that one. Fast forward on that one. So what do you do now? What do you do? What, if you was in her position... And, and and everybody can say, well, I do this. It's 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 not as easy because I, I was listening to you guys' conversation earlier about you know when you're in a relationship for a long time, you know people say, well, I do this, I do that, I do that. But then when you put in that position, guess what? You, you know you're gonna freeze up and say, whoa, you know. So what what do you do? You got a son that 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 you know that uh, in 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 her case she has she does have a son, but. You know, how do you tell him? Do you tell him? Or, like I said, based on the cloud of damage that's going to come behind it, what do you do? You know what? I think one of the worst things she can do is, is what she's already done, and that's try to get a second chapter or another book to the lie. Trying to cover you up. can right. almost justify right. lying when you're, young, when you're young, but if right. she does it now, she's no different than when, I mean, if she does it now, there's no justification for that. Mm-hmm. And even to throw you in the middle of it and ask you to catch all that baggage and, and perpetuate that lie, which you can't possibly do, because it right. like it came out now, it'll come mm-hmm. out later, and then you'll look just as bad as them. Right. And all you're right. trying to do is help. Well, I haven't I haven't spoken with him, um, not as yet, um, and I 
uh, I did call him and left a message for him to, to, you know, get in contact with me, you know. I just want to clear my part up, but I want to, you know, kind of like pick his brain to where what she told him and how much she told him and try to, you know, steer it from there. Well, the one thing is, in my opinion, he has a Mm. wedding coming up. I mean, you can't go there as a represent. You can't go there representing his father. So somehow, the fact that you're not his father, that's coming out soon. Yeah, that's going to come out. That she she did promise me that she would tell him that I'm not his father. So I got I I got another year for that. So okay. So uh, in between that, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to operate as his father? Are you going to operate as his? How are you going to operate with? Well, what I what I what I'm what I'm what I'm focusing on is um, contacting her first to find out if she followed through what she said she was going to do. Because I really don't want to talk to him first until I find out if she talked to him first. I'm trying to give her that leverage, the, the, the promise that she told me that she was going to talk to him first. So I got to give her, give her a word on that. If, and then, if you can separate, I'm, so, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but yeah, if, no, if you can separate yourself from the situation and almost mm-hmm. put yourself in his shoes, meaning that you, your uncle is your father and your mother and your uncle, they kept that lie, and then mm-hmm. there's this new man in the picture that you believe is your father, but he's really not, mm-hmm. and you somehow sparked up and got in contact with him, you find out he's not his father, would you really want to continue to talk to this basically stranger? This, yeah, this, is, my, this, okay, this, is, this is my take on it, okay? This is my take on it. My take, okay? I find out where he falls at in, in, in the puzzle of this, and if he can help me find the truth. Okay. That's that's my take on it. Gotcha. Well, I, I felt that it was a need to cover, um, especially this subject, because this is one of those taboo things. Right? It's something that we don't like to talk about, and it's a lot of families out here that the the father needs a second chance. The 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 the, the person, the victim, uh, is the one that's in the in the position to give it. But how can you do that and move on with this with your life? And apparently, this woman has, I would say, done a tremendous job with handling, um, just from what he's told me, with handling the situation the best way she could. Um, what I don't believe, though, is could the son forgive his mom? Because yeah, you ain't gonna be hanging. Of course, she's not gonna be hanging out with her uncle if you ask for forgiveness. But you can't do your mom the same way, and this that is going to really require a second chance uh, for that son to do a lot of soul searching because she she has seen and experienced her son uh, diligently searching for her father for his father, and that was uh, one of the uh, toughest situations. And that brings me to what uh, the question that Andrew asked earlier. Okay, can a register sex offender, um, does he deserve a second chance? Because I don't know if people can bring charges on things like that from back in the day. I mean, have you heard, have you, do, do anybody know the law? Yeah, they can, the, they can, um, they can, they, they, they can, they can, um, they, you got uh, people, uh, um, women coming out now uh, in their, you know, 30s and 40s and pressing uh, charges against their father. And they're locking them up. 
they're pressing charges, you know. Um, so, so you can't do that. Now, my my take <laughs> on this is, you know, as far as signing a uh, that's not a birth, but but you know, women just putting names on birth certificates. Yeah, he the father. Yeah, he the father. You know, darn, you could be father. You know, I think that's wrong. That that you know, the father didn't have a uh, with a person they put on a birth certificate. You know, saying no, I'm not the father. You know, um, so I just heard I did, did some research and I just found out that they just implemented a law back in um, the 90s that uh, women can't do that anymore. Can't just put they any can't. name on birth certificate. Now I, I was asking, I said, "Well, Dan, you know, they they don't ask for a recall." You know. <laughs> well, is there any particular reason why she put her name put on there? Um, well, because of the fact that I was the one coming around there a lot, you know, seeing her, and um, and like again, we haven't done anything, nothing. I was I was coming around there seeing her like the whole summer, you know, and but we didn't do anything. And the one time that we did, you know, we did encounter um, together, um, and she was very aggressive with me, very aggressive. And uh, I was like, wow, this is kind of strange because she never acted this way before, you know. But I was 17 at the time, you know, I mean, come on, you know. Um, so, but, you know, and I think it was probably, may have been where it was a setup to where, you know, when she got raped, you know, and, and, and knew that, you know, she, always, she was already pregnant, you know, hey, you know, let's get him. Mm. You know, so I was set up. <laughs> yeah. How do you? I'm, I'm just reading this on statutory rape, and there, every state has a different length of time that somebody can can bring up charges. Okay. Okay. Oh. Varies by state, but they're very long. Mm-hmm. Because you got to look at the mental state of the person and the condition that they have. They feel like they have to. Pretty much carry right. themselves live with. You got to live with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, and that's why I say she's. I commend this woman um, because she has yeah, lived. Yeah. She she's lived with this, this spirit and tried to move on with her life, but she forgot the fact that her son was going to grow up and want to go find his real father. You know, and we as fathers uh, and men, um, we have to. Keep in mind that, you know, when we father these children, or whoever we are, we, when we father these children, it's very, very important for us to stay in their life because it can be our, it can be on us that they they leave this pattern called life. They can they can go astray because they're in search for the from for where they came from. You know, and I know a lot of people that that don't know their father or has been adopted, and they want to know. You know, like like our earlier show was last year with um, my man T Hawk did on legacy. They want to know where they come from, and and you that know? goes back to what what you what your 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 uh, I think it was your co-host said uh, legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 I and and I mean he hit that right on the nose, right on the nose. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know? oh yeah. But it's not, but it's not a legacy. That's that's the only thing. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I mean, who? I mean. We don't know, man. Something could, I don't know, man. This is confusing, but, again, it's up to you what move you make because they're actually putting it in your corner. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? So, Whether you're going to never contact. I mean, is there a way that you can never contact him again, just totally disappear? I mean, yeah, I mean, I could, but the the, the man, the, the, the moral man that I, I, I stand for, um, if this, if this you know, guy, you know, been contacting me all, well, trying to make contact me all this time, you know, he doesn't deserve a cold shoulder. Let me just, I'm just, I'm not your father. I'm, I'm oh, no, you're right. you're right, you're right. You know, um, he deserves, you know, an answer. You know, now, the type of answer that he's going to get from me is, of course, I'm not his father, you know. But um, as far as the other truth, you know, I now, you know, I, I know some of you may disagree with me on this, but, you know, I do have his mother contact info, and I will be in touch with her to say, look, you know, you got to let him know something, you know, maybe not now, but you're going to have to prepare something to let him know something. Do you feel that that's your responsibility? That's a good question. Um, I, don't, like I, said, don't, I don't think that it is. And let me help mm-hmm. you out real quick. I mm-hmm. don't really know at this point that it is your responsibility from the beginning. But since okay. you've been talking to him, since you guys have both been in somewhat of agreement because you didn't know, you thought maybe he would be your son after 30 right, years. Right, of course, right, of course. You know I'm what I'm saying? So now, yeah. so now you and him are in somewhat of agreement. So now mm-hmm. when you come back after you found the truth and say, I'm not your father, you're going to be like, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. You wasn't saying that the other time. Why are you mm-hmm. not my father? Tell, tell, well, tell me who my father is if you're not my father. Right. So then you're going to be addressed with all of those right. questions. There you go, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, backed in the corner, right? Backed in the corner. Backed in right. the corner. But then you're going to be like, I don't know, ask your mother, then it's going to have to come out. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Or you can go. say, well, look, I can't give you 100%. I don't believe that I am, but she's not going to agree to the blood test, so let's just leave it where it is. If you want to get to know me, you can. Other than that, mm-hmm. i got to keep it moving. <laughs> mm. That's that's kind of I mean that's a that's bit of sweet you know that that's, that's a bit of sweet move you know but you know um, again you know everybody deserves a closure everybody does you know and like I said you know if if you know um, if I can you know if if I found a guy that that hey this is him this is him and then bam you know finds not you know. I'm going to pick his brain, you know, say, okay, well, what do you know? Obviously, you play a role somewhere in this yeah, to, to my where name. my name is on your, my birth certificate. Yeah. So he deserves, he deserves a closure to this. That's why I said, you know. I think, I think a man talk is saying, though, it's not your place to give him that closure because you really have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. If, if, if I may say I mean, I okay. think that that's what you all saying, you know, in, in better words. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not. I mean, you know, I mean, but what I am saying is that since you've been in contact with him, he is right. going to be expecting some kind of response from you. Mm-hmm. Because now your whole mood is going to change. No, my, my mood is not going to change. Um, it, it's not going to change. Cause like I said, I called and left him a message, and he hasn't contacted me yet. So, um, but, um, you know, I am reaching out to him, you know. Sure. Um, so, you know, it, it's just a, a matter of, again, you know, falling back in her court and and how she, you know, is going to come out with this and, and, and 
you know, put the pieces together to let him know. Now, if she let him know about part two of this, I don't know, but the part one, she definitely told me she would let him know on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dyson first told me this. I was just like, is he? I wouldn't be mad. The only the only thing that would probably bring me to being infuriated is if he was a child and I was told that I was his father and they, and I was giving child I was giving him child support. I said, but I said the first thing I said, so how old is he? He said thirty. I said, whew, you ain't gotta give him child. Support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's what that's what that's what these women are after nowadays. You know. When you talking about I'm your I'm your I'm your baby's daddy, you, you want mm-hmm. something from me. You want some money from me. You mm-hmm. know. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, but but no, he doesn't want anything. Up. He just he just wanted to know who his father was. That's all. He didn't ask nothing. He he has a great attitude, um very positive. I mean, you know, and you know, you kinda wanna you know, kinda wanna embrace him, you know, a little bit, say, you know, wow, you know, after all these years you don't have nothing against me, I wasn't in your life. You know, oh. kind of make you want to wish you was your son a little bit, huh? I, it does. It really does. It really does. And I, I like how you put that. Really, it does. It really does. Okay. Well, I gotta ask. I gotta ask. I gotta expound on something that Andrew asked earlier. Um, I just wanted to know: um, Does a sex offender deserve a second a chance? second chance? After he has, after he has uh, served his time in society, mm-hmm. do you guys believe that a sex offender deserves truly a second chance after you know after he served his time? A second chance at what? To be around a kids? Uh, no, not being around kids. Just at, at society. In society, just, act, just chance, yeah, being um, active in society. Period. Did you well, did you put them away in jail and and and, and I mean, throw away the key? You should just line them up and kill them. You know, I think that that you know that that you know he paid his price, whatever it was, twenty years, and now he's out. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's so, um, if that's so, then why? I mean, I was going past the neighborhood the other day, and uh, and it was in a sign in the yard. Stating that a sex offender lives at this address, and I came home and I checked it. I was like, "What was that about?" And I didn't know that they have to register. Yeah, they have to. Uh, uh, yeah, they have to advertise that. Wherever they live at, they have they, to. Actually, you got to put a sign in the yard now. You have to put wow, a sign in the yard. <laughs> so it's that's not crazy. just you. Um, it's not just you, you know, registering where you where you live anymore. It's mm. Wow, where well, you stay. Well, which let that in? Let's, <laughs> that was just now. Well, I seen that sign in Maryland the other day. Mm. I'm not gonna say what, what neighborhood because I don't want the mm-hmm. property to go down. But <laughs> that every that everyone who comes past that that neighborhood sees that sign, and it and it's kind of like a bright red, like an alert sign, and it was like, you know, it was like, warning, warning. <laughs> That's the only reason I looked at it. Because it well, I don't my, even know if the neighbors would want that. I mean, that just would kill your property value. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. 
But if but if a sex offender has done his time, then why is it that we still make it our business to put him on front street? Fear. We're gonna that person. Fear. Fear. Fear for wondering if this guy has learned his lesson and been put through um, psychology, you know, uh, counseling. Fear that's going to happen again. Fear. I mean, and, and oh, go ahead, Doc. What happened? No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no. I was just okay. Fear is a good. Fear is a uh, one answer. But but this is this is our society that we have to deal with, and we can't stop nobody from living where they live. You know, as long as they follow the laws, and the law says you have to register where you stay and put a sign in your yard to let everybody know that you're the same, you know, you 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 have committed this crime so they can be watching out because the first thing that's going to happen is if a kid is missing or if something happened to one of the children, guess who's getting blamed first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the sign is a big much. They, um, you know, they, that stuff is online, too. You know, you could just search a neighborhood where the registered sex offender offenders mm-hmm. are, and if you pull it up, they're all in your neighborhood as they are in mine. Yeah. The second chance piece, I'm I'm a little confused when it comes to that. You know what I mean? If you're a sex offender, I think that the second chance should be the person that you molested or the neighborhood that you defiled or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I think that those people would be you know, um, if they want to give you a second chance or whatever, society, whatever. I think that the forgiveness piece is what is what that we need to be responsible for, whether we forgive them for what they did. Whether they get, a, again, whether they get a second chance or not is really not up to us. Well, it is up to us in, in how we treat them because look how these people are treated. Yeah, I done served my time. I was embarrassed about the, the charges. Now you face more. I mean, you. I mean, you know. You know what they do. Well, I heard. Only heard what they do to sex offenders in prison. But if that's the case, and they and they done had a hard time already, and they made it out of that that hole, you know. Um, now they come home, and and it's not done. It's not over with. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, look at. The, I mean, sometimes, man, we gotta look at the crime. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to look at the crime. Some crimes are hard to just wash off, man. And that happens to be at the top of the list. Can I um, can I add a thought real quick? Sure, sure. Um, this is Q. Um, here's, here's something very weird. When I looked at a lot of offenders in my area, um, you have so many young guys who had dated or slept with some young girl. He might have been 17, slept with somebody 15. He gets the offender charge. You got so many ladies who are sleeping with young girls, and they don't get the scrutiny, unfortunately, that the males do. Not to say one is right or wrong. It's just that the equality of it I don't see. In addition to that, you have in our lifetime an unprecedented amount, unprecedented amount of female teachers abusing both males and females. 
and it gets swept under the rug like it's an okay thing. So, you know, the whole validity of male sex offenders, unless you're on the second or third type of scenario, jail is supposed to be about rehabilitation first. Mm -hmm. But if it's just about making money from the state, in the case I had out here in Georgia where a 17, no, take that back, yeah, 17-year-old boy slept with his 15-year-old girlfriend, they want to give him 25 years to life, I don't Mm -hmm. see how that particular case is really worthy of sexual abuse while somebody 16 impregnates a 30-year-old woman and the court tries to force the 16-year-old to pay her child support, that's not sexual abuse. So I understand the point of the show. It's just I wanted to interject that little monkey wrench in there of thought. Yeah, sir. You're supposed to. You're supposed to preface your. Don't don't end with the monkey wrench. You say I got a monkey wrench. (laughs) (laughs) With all of that. (laughs) But um, no, I have a question for Q. Um, Now you made mention about uh, sweeping things under the rug. Can you uh, expound on that? Yeah, you know the unfortunate thing is I've dated a couple of girls who were bisexual, Mm -hmm. and I had cousins, male cousins, who were gay. Here's the unfortunate, dirty secret of that side of the planet. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of underage going on. Mm -hmm. One of the famous ones uh, I'll point you to is Liberace. They made a whole movie and romanticized Liberace old butt trying to romance the 17-year-old boy. Mm -hmm. You know, so when we have these things for straight males, I understand the the concern about it and the uh, uh, issue of it. It's just that these other things are way more horrific, if not equal. And they, they not us, not right, us concerned right. males, okay. but they mm-hmm. sweep it under the rug because they don't want you to know that liberal Okay, so you're saying these are things that are not reported, is what you're saying? These are things that are not treated with equal value as we as I've listened to you guys discuss so far, mm. and it's a shame. It's not our fault, mm. your fault. It's just that they don't get treated with equal value. Mm. You got you, you got little young girls being molested by other girls, mm-hmm. swept in the rug. You got uh, uh, just like I made the point to somebody a couple of months ago. Ain't no more evil pimp pimping girls. Girls are pimping girls. Okay. Who do you arrest now? Okay. Hmm. Good work. All right. Yeah. Anybody else? Because um, I mean, I I I just I just felt um, I'm I'm not saying I felt sorry for the guy who lived at that place. Um, I just I just thought that that was a a, a little bit much because, you know, I thought once you and, I, and and let me tell you what how this relates to marriage. Once a second chance is given to a person to come back into society, it should be just that. Once another chance to say, okay, you have earned your right to go into society. Now go, don't don't do nothing else. Just you know, uh, work for a living. Try to earn your uh, honest living. And we won't mess with you no more as long as you don't mess up in society again. And I thought about marriage, you know, how 
a husband or a wife or whoever the victim is put this stamp on the the person's forehead and they wear it around and gloat with it and it kind of holds it because one thing about it, I I noticed my brother and his relationship with his wife. His wife found out he cheated the first time and then she kind of used that to get everything that she wanted. And and he walked around in fear to say anything to her when she overspent in the account or when she traveled to Las Vegas while he was on six months deployments, you know, going gambling. Uh, it was like he could not say anything to her because she made him feel guilty into what he was doing. And it, so, and it sort of, when I saw that sign, it reminded me of that. And I just want to know if are you are you really trusted with the second chance you get without it having any repercussions? Because it seems like it, it, repercussions go along with that, and that doesn't seem fair to me. But 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 why should it be fair? I mean, because all relationships, including your job, have some measure of control, right? I saw my mm-hmm. friend cheating on his wife. I said, dude, number one, you're not acting like the white guys when they cheat. You need, If you do cheat, cheat as if you have something to lose. Go to another county and deal with somebody who got just as much to lose as you do because dealing with scallywags, you jeopardize yourself, and you can't go back and blame that woman for any way that she treats you, even if this is just my opinion even if she gives you a second chance, because you didn't have the forethought to say, hey, I'm doing wrong in the beginning. At least let me preference my situation to where it can never, 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 ever, almost never come back. So I don't even know what a second chance is in that regard because that person is doing it for a measure of control first under the guise of second chance, how I look at it. Yeah, if she happens to follow through, God bless her. But majority of people aren't giving you a second chance to give you a second chance. They're giving you a second chance so they can make you squirm from some measure of control. Mm. I'll agree with that. (laughs) Yeah, he's true on that one. Yeah, can I can uh-huh. I drop a monkey wrench on what he just said, Mr. Hope? (laughs) Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rodney. Yeah, and kind of tying back to what you said, um, what you were saying, Mr. Oates, I'm, I'm, I'm like a magician. I'm going to tie both of the statements together. Um, and with this monkey wrench, I want to talk about the flip side. And, you know, say, for example, that you've been faithful to your wife, you know, 100%. You know, you've looked at a couple fat booties, you know, but you haven't stepped out on your wife. You know, let's just say fidelity is not an issue uh, in your marriage. But what if there's a young lady that accuses you of trying to holler or trying to go further or trying to, as my brother Andrew said, meet up at the Tysons, at the Marriott and Tysons? And it's not true. Like, it's, it's, it's not even close to the truth where she's like, yeah, you know, he's trying to holler at me and this and that. And, it's, and you're like, what? What are you talking about, lady? I'm, I'm happily married with my wife. So in in that instance where someone tries to malign your name, drag your name through the mud over some stupid stuff that's not even close to the truth, and try to say that you're trying to holler, you're trying to cheat on your wife with her, 
does that lady get a second chance? Well, does she have any proof? First of all. No, she don't I have mean, no proof. There ain't anything. no proof. It's not. Okay, it's well, just saying. Well, it's just, they say, okay, well, that, if, if your marriage is strong and it survived that, you know, she don't have any proof. I mean, anybody can say anything these days. That's that. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. He just said a mouthful, y'all. He said a mouthful. Yeah, he I hope y'all heard him. He mm-hmm. said, if your marriage is strong, mm-hmm. you can say, honey, mm-hmm. the lady crazy. She'd be like, okay, I believe it. And be done with it. But if your marriage That's is weak, then she's going to entertain. And she may even talk to that lady behind your back and be like, what did he say to you? Mm-hmm. Where y'all were supposed to meet at? Really? Is he doing that? If she weak, <laughs> she going to entertain it. But if she not, she ain't going to entertain it. A strong woman won't entertain that. Like, now, my husband, you better go find somebody else. My husband wouldn't do that. I really? Know how you roll. Really? Yeah. Really? They won't entertain it even a little bit? Not even a little Even bit. a little bit? Try hey, why don't y'all just say what happened? You can just say what happened, because I, I, I was going to bring that up next. Hey, you got it, Ms. Oz. You got it. You don't use no names. <laughs> no, no, you no, I won't use a name. But, but, but you I, know what? And you guys I are more spiritual. You guys are more spiritual than I, than I am. But as men of vision, aren't you supposed to stay steadfast in what you're doing? Just because she picked the apple off the tree and was talking to the serpent does not necessarily mean that you can't answer when God asks, where are you? Because at the end of the day, and I know I'm saying this in an unmarried position, but I you know, was in that long-term relationship. I told you guys about it. Not that it's the same, but, sure, sure, you know, sure. it's like, uh, man, come on, man. I mean, look, something like that happened. I'm going to speak with confidence. No, nah, I, I ain't even come close to that. If, you know, it, it's not even like that. Sometimes I think men get too emotional and tell on themselves and make themselves seem more guilty than what they are. You know what I'm saying? I I had went out on a on a date with uh, while I was with my ex fiance. Now, little did I know, my ex fiance was online talking to this girl. But I went out on a date and we went to a place. <laughs> No, 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 really, really. I went out on a date, and we went to a play. And years later, she said, well, you didn't even know I knew her. I said, well, it really didn't matter because she and I didn't do anything but go out on that date with the play. She said, yeah, she told me. He tried to kiss her. Or she tried to do I said, that wasn't the point. The point is every time I tried to get you to do something, there is always a problem in getting you to be on time and, and do what's necessary. So I, for once, wanted to go somewhere where I can enjoy myself without all this issue of I can't and whatever the case may be. But she had talked to the person and all that. That I was just confident in what I was doing. Hey, I went out on the play. So in that in that situation, yeah, I cheated. But I got tired of always being late, always being. I got tired of that. So, which is one of the reasons why we broke. So my my point is, okay. don't you at some point in time say, hey, 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 you you can believe that chick if you want to. I, I I'm not nowhere near that. I'm not even focused on that. Matter of fact, can you go put the Daisy Dukes on that I bought you the other day? So because <laughs> evidently you need something to take your mind off of this nonsense. 
So, and, and good point, uh, Mr. Q. Uh, and 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 the and the thing that that uh, my man Rodney and Tony was bringing up is, Tony, do you have that email or whatever that you received earlier today? Yeah, but I'm not gonna get into that, man. That's something that was, you know what I mean. I mean, no, I'm, just, I'm just asking. You have it. I mean, yeah, I got it. But again, that was something that was shared with me in confidence, and then I shared it with you in confidence. So, you know what I mean. I mean, well, we're talking about it on the show, so it's still in confidence. So the the, the it, it's really the, not. I mean, there's a lot of other examples we can use in reference to that. You know what I mean? We ain't got to go there because this is being recorded. And again, well, let's not use that example. Let's let's not use a TV show or a movie that's similar. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, you know, it's basic. I mean, it's basic something where, see, see, again, as men, just like the brother was saying, if it's something that is erroneous, why talk about it? You know what I'm saying? If it's something that that, that didn't happen, why do we have to keep defending it? If it didn't happen, then it just didn't happen. Because the the the, the point is, the, I, I believe, and this is what the point is: a lot of good marriages. Or good brothers are are damaged in the things that they have said or somebody said about them, and 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 it doesn't have to be defended, so to speak, but it needs to be like I was walking around all day uh, trying to communicate uh, my my sorrows or if I've done anything, it, it might just communicate apologies. And it and it and it turned for the worse. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't the end of it when you and I got off the phone. When you say communicate your sorrows, sorrows to who? Well, uh, the miscommunications, sorrows about the miscommunication. Sorry, I mean, you know, I apologize if it was communicated wrongly. Oh, so you actually went back to the source? Oh, I, I no, I went. I didn't go back to the source. I went to Chris, who I don't know if he's on the phone or not still. But I went to Chris, familiar with another. Oh, he's not. Okay. Well, I went to Chris, who was in contact with the other, with the friend of the person, and dude, we got cursed out. Both of us. We got, and I was like, wait a minute. So then, and and it just lets me know that the enemy lives everywhere. But then, oh Jesus, the I, enemy I, lives. Everywhere and you and what we have to, I had to be mindful of because I had to also go speak tonight at my, my at a at a school, but you know, to to a person that is genuine, you don't know or you probably do, but it feels it feels wrong, it's damaging, and you automatically feel like, man, let me just make sure I cross these eyes and 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 cross these T's and dot these I's because I really don't want that to be out like that. I don't want no miscommunication about what somebody thought that I was trying to do. That wasn't the, that wasn't the case at all. So let me just try to apologize at least that, and then leave it alone because that's just an open gate to me. You, you, you know, you, go ahead. Go, go go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just no, saying, no, man. I'm, that, I was just, that was just that was just an open gotta, gate to me. And, huh? There's got to come a certain time in our lives as just adults. When things that really don't matter shouldn't matter. There you, you go. You know what I'm saying? 
And if someone said, you know, like I'm reading a, you know, I'm working, I'm reading there's a customer complaint that I got for something. The lady said something that I said about offering her um, some free equipment, which mm-hmm. never happened. She's just taking a shot. You know, I type in my notes. This is exactly what happened. This is what she was offered. I, I hit I hit send, you know, to the person who was actually asking me about it. And then I'm, 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 I'll never think about it again. You know, this is what happened. This is my side of the story. Boop. I'll never think about it again because it doesn't matter. My reputation hey. is what it is. I'm not going to go out there and look for someone to, to, to try to understand me. No. If you misunderstood what I said and then you went behind my back and tried to spread a rumor, have fun. Keep doing it. And, and, and you know, let me uh, champion that, that, that thing. I have five older sisters. I'm the baby boy. I have worked in medical for over 10, 12 years. Uh, I happen to be the only guy in my department right now. I love women. I know I sound like a pimp sometimes, but I love romance. <laughs> I, I don't trust my own mother with my success as a male. I love my mother, but I had to have a conversation with her mom. I don't like $5 conversations. If it costs $5 to fix it, let me give you the $5 and let's not have a 20-minute conversation. <laughs> That's right. So my point is in what he just said, you do more harm in a lady, because now I, I think like a lady on, on, on a lot of terms. You do more harm trying to explain, yeah. trying to soften the blow for her or them, than if you would just be steadfast and say, I don't even, I'm not even going to entertain that nonsense. I have nothing to do with that. Because just like in your job, and I'm glad he used that example, you have to sit and say, hey, I have no idea where, what y'all thinking of or how that got to that thought process, but God bless y'all if that's what y'all doing. God bless y'all. Good luck with it. <laughs> yeah, because, because you're subject to go crazy. I mean, fellas, I, I just got let go from a contract, and, and this 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 last thing I'll say, I'll give the floor. I just got let go for a, a contract because I bought these two ladies breakfast. These two ladies who didn't like me, going throughout the whole department, saying evil stuff. I ain't never said nothing behind by to these ladies. Bought them breakfast, and on it I wrote Proverbs eighteen, have a, a happy just because day, and I put a smiley face on it. Okay. Toast, grits, bacon, eggs, uh, grits. Okay? These ladies, the first lady, oh, thank you. I didn't get a chance to eat, blah, blah, blah. Second lady, the meaner of the two. Next thing I know, I get the uh, the trays put back on my desk, thanks but no thanks, and they done called my boss at home complaining. <laughs> complaining about what? They complained, they complained they complained that the Proverbs 18th. They complained the Proverbs 18 thing was inappropriate and women stick together, period. Mm-hmm. Now, now, the moral of this story is, A, majority of the time, whether right or wrong, even in a kind gesture like that, women are going to stick together, period. You need to accept it. You need to love it. And me, don't do anything nice that could in any way be misconstrued at any time. 
So I'm only doing stuff nice for a wife, a girlfriend, a mom. External people, no. So in the case that you rose, I would just say, hey, that's not worth a response. It's like, oh, no. Never would. She got to be prettier than that and keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. Well, brother, you're really shortchanging us because Proverbs, the 24 verses in Proverbs 18 is so deep. You got to summarize why you even use that verse on the receipt. <laughs> and I realized that after the fact because it should have been Proverbs 18:16, but I stuck with 18 because how I perceive all spirituality is really for you. So I made the mistake of putting it on there, but God kept bugging me to put it on there. So I made the mistake of doing that, but I was following. You know what I'm saying? So with that said, I should have been a little bit more specific with the 1816, but nevertheless, you live, you learn, you move it on, and at the end of the day, I don't care if it's a box, I don't care if it's if a woman slips and falls at work, I will go get you some help. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to touch you because you're, <laughs> yeah. you're not in my immediate circle. And that's yeah, just Proverbs, what Proverbs 18 and 16, fellas, is a gift opens the way and, and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. But you know Proverbs 18 and 22 is he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And <laughs> No, no, no. Very, very true. The whole, the whole Proverbs eighteen is, is about is about how to be a a, a astoundingly giving person. But yes, they must have read something in there that bit a hole in their spirit, and then ran with it. That's how I see it. Uh, they must have read something, and and it, and it, it bit a read, hole in their spirit. All they did they was like, Proverbs, and then went and, and went and told it, went and tattletale. Yeah, and 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 look, even my even my boss, and I'm I'm gonna get off this subject, but even my boss was like, I know you're a nice person, but that's not you know that's not appropriate at the job. My apologies. I give people stuff all the time because I'm not a chit chatty type of guy with the rest of the girls. So my way of doing that, I'll give you ice cream. I'll give you what I did that, and the only reason I wrote it on there because God it was bugging me for two days straight to make sure I wrote it on yet. But, okay, you know, you live and learn, move on. So I just said, you know, to answer your question, man, ladies ladies are going to couple with the enemy to, to, to feel in control. And the last thing you want to do is show any type of emotion like, baby, baby, no, nah, uh-uh, sweetheart, I don't, I don't know what that lady's talking about. She would have to look way prettier than what she's looking. I, I can't do that. When I got so let me this. ask you something, dude. Let me ask you something. So your gesture towards being nice to those ladies, I mean, a lot of times I notice when I, well, when I used to do this, um, when I used to use Bible verses to describe people's behavior, it was like I was preaching to them. That's how they perceived it. So I stopped using Bible verses or, you know, relating um, the, situ- the current situation. To a, to a biblical situation, because right. the first thing they do is try to oh he preaching at me oh he oh so they they will automatically be offended or be insulted by me just communicating that to them. Right. But what what my problem is that if it's in your nature and it sounds like it's part of your nature to um to 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 give some kind of closure 
um, to, 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 you know, like, okay, let's bury the hatchet. Let's, you know, just all just shake hands and, and walk away fully. Because um, that's, that's my nature. I, I want to, you know, I want, man, I, didn't, I don't mean to offend nobody. Uh, that's, and, and I apologize. You kind of, I kind of want to get that out. But what, and, and, I, and, and the scary part is if I change who I am in that, um, then I won't be me. Well, here, 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 here's where I, I, I agree and, and show you what I did. Mm. I also wrestled with that. Man, I mean, but that's who I am, man. I said, but in situations that have to do with my immediate circle, which is like the other brother said about the job, situations that have to do with my immediate circle, even though you and I are giving people like that, what is our first prime directive? Protect the circle. So even if you have to feed, so and this is where you guys disagree with me a lot, but even if you have to feed someone what they want to hear to protect the circle, it's better than trying to explain it sometimes because it causes them to imagine. You must understand, ladies, per my perspective, by nature are multitaskers. They also mm-hmm. multi-think. Mm-hmm. No, the sky is blue. No, it ain't. It's fuchsia. Okay, baby. End of discussion. A lot of rest and lack of anguish for you. But if you're like, no, baby, I mean, but, but for real, scientists well, say. you got to understand that they nurture you know, by, by, you know, at the day they're born, you know, so that's why they all multitask. You're right, and you're, and, and you're a hunter. So you don't exactly. explain her? Exactly. She, yeah. she don't explain that. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just suggesting to you. No, for, no, no, you, you're right. You're right. No, yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. yeah. Kill, kill the $5 conversation, honey. <laughs> you know, just like my man said, he, he hit email, he did sin, and he didn't think about it no more. <laughs> no more about it. Don't even reply back to it. Because I've already told you what happened. That's it. It ain't going to change tomorrow or the next day. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, did you ever, did you ever consider what, what was her motivation for ratting you out? Who, the uh, two ladies? Or, or, yeah. or, or, bro, bro, look, I had to get, I, I have to get re, recontracted to another uh, uh, hospital because of it. So so I'm just saying, I'm not mad. I'm just reminded, just like the other brother just said, of what's more important. What's more important, let me leave them evil people in their section to manipulate and do whatever they do. I'll say hi, I'll say bye, but if they've fallen down the elevator shaft, I'm not reaching a hand, I'm not going to get pulled in with you, I'm going to go get help. I'm not being mean. I'm still a giving person, but I have to protect the circle because the way ladies get down, and I got five sisters, love them to death, but they're subject to pull you into nonsense, and you can't have $5 conversations. In order for you to protect the family, you have to be sane. And you can't do that trying to explain to somebody who is hoping for evil. Let them realize they was wrong. You know what I'm so saying? Let, I mean, don't yeah. don't waste your time doing it. 
let me let me drop another monkey wrench on you, Q. And I appreciate you sharing this story. Um, so, what if you know you're signed on another contract and you know you get the gig and for some strange odd reason you're reassigned with these same two young ladies? Do they get a second chance, or are you can still push them down the elevator shaft? My man, <laughs> you didn't just, say that, my man, my man <laughs> just taught me something. I am going to focus on my email. If you have anything out of out of the way, unprofessional to even professional, I'm going to reply to you in email. I'm going to CC the boss. I am going to be super, super, super uh, specific about how I interact with you because I understand you are on a pomegranate tree, slithering around trying to get somebody to listen to you. So I, I'm not doing it. They get a second chance professionally, but I'm not going to let them within the circle no more. So, so, and I think we miss something. I think, we, I think we're missing two main ingredients. The first ingredient that I'm going to tell you all, you all some great brothers, and I like talking to you all on Tuesdays. And I love the, the forum and everything, but I don't owe none of you all no explanation for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you just like that. If something happened in my life that happened in my life, I ain't got to come tell y'all what happened and why it happened. I don't need none of that. You see what I'm saying? you got to get to a certain point where the only person that you owe an answer to is God. So once that's established, somebody with flesh and blood and a beating heartbeat can't get nothing out of me because I don't owe it to you. Now, if I intentionally did you wrong, then I'm going to come and say, look, I made a mistake. But if you come and accuse me of doing you wrong, I already know where that's coming from. I'm not going to entertain that. You see what I'm saying? And back to the brother's story, he said that he got a word from God, this is what you need to do. This is the message that you need to put when you buy these ladies lunch or breakfast. And that resulted in him going to somewhere else. So if you really read through it, he's going where he's supposed to be. Because mm. he God was obedient. orchestrated that. Because he was obedient. He wrestled with it. And he said, man, but why I got to do this? Well, okay, let me stop asking why and let me do what you're telling me to do. And in result, now he's somewhere else. Now we got to find out what God has for him to do at his new location. And leave it alone. And, and, and that's how I looked at it. And that's exactly how I looked at it. Because you know what? Here's, here's the biggest thing he said. I had to get reminded of that. Yes. Mm. You know, the most, the, the most potent thing he, he said was that, he ain't got to answer to nobody, people of flesh, yada. So yeah. it's the same thing I said about my circle. I had to be reminded, hey, hey, buddy, buddy, hey, you really don't need to buy these, nobody nothing. That's right. You, you don't really need, you know what, go be invisible. Go be invisible. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 because, because so, when you're a guy. What was your purpose of buying them breakfast anyway? Well, it's because, as I explained, women like to do clickish things at the job. It's not about qualifications as people are led to believe. It's about who likes who, can I talk to you about scandal, can I – and women are very vicious toward each other. You go right around the corner, they talk bad about each other, whatever. So because I don't have the ability, it's kind of like if we was all guys, we would mention sports or boxing or something that we identify with. So I don't really have too much I identify with them unless we're talking about something that has to do with politics or, or medical. 
So in to to show them that I'm still alive or whatever, I'll give a person candy, put it on their desktop, their keyboard, just genuine kind things. Not because I'm trying to get anything out of them. It's just that hey, how you doing? Hey, here's you know so on and so forth. I totally changed into a white man when I'm at the job. So it's like the breakfast was just about hey a nice gesture. I'm giving breakfast to my boss. I'm giving salads to my co-boss, my supervisor, my the person right next to me. So it was nothing. Everybody has gotten stuff before they actually got anything. The point mm-hmm. is, I was just being nice. But I had to get reminded, you know what? You're there for a goal, dude. You're there for a goal, regardless of what's going on. Let me ask you a question. I mean, what, what, I mean, everybody has a motivation for being nice and cordial and corporate or what have you. I mean, what, I mean, what's your purpose of being nice? I used to be very. I'm from Oakland, California. I used to be very violent. Used to be a drug dealer and also a 3.8 honor student. So because I was very violent, I've made it my mission to be very nice to people in general, with no type of ramification for me personally. I just enjoy now being a cool cat. I come on this show. I respect the rules. I shut up sometimes. I'll mute myself. I'll, you see what I'm saying? So I just, I just enjoy self-checking myself. I, I uh, read uh, uh, the uh, religion, the samurai religion, Bushido, years ago, and it helped me understand all religions. Religions are supposed to be for perfecting you. So that's just my form. I, I just enjoy being nice. You know what I'm saying? But you just, gotta but, you, me, but you said something earlier. You said, okay, God led you to write that on there and, and give, present them with a breakfast. And then right. If, and when God leads you to do something, you do it. And that's what you did. But the, yeah. the only hang-up I have with, the, the, with part two of that is you changed your your ways about all women, not just the two women that did you or reported you, but you said any woman. Well, well, here's why, and, and you, you, you share with me if my ideology is wrong. Just like the brother said about the email, my first, uh, my first priority is my, first, is my circle of what I'm doing. So I can't put myself anymore in a position to where my niceness or anything causes the possibility of confusion. You know what I'm saying? I'm well, dealing with God people. God told you to do something, you know, like that again. Which more important? Well, well, if God if God shared with me like that again, a I would deal with it at that moment, and b I would uh, deal with it at that moment because you know the reality is like someone just said, I don't know where this road is going to. You see what I'm saying? So I can't say it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that. My first carnal mind is not to put myself in a position like that again. But if I got bugged like that again, now, now mind you, I wasn't trying to do it this time. I got bugged two days straight about this. <laughs> so, so Did you know, put you in that situation. Just I, to... and, and, and there you go. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? I don't. I don't say it's a. I don't say it's a absolute that I'm not going to help. 
It's just that my first carnal mind, which unfortunately you guys hear me speak more because you guys are way more spiritual than I am, but my first carnal mind is to be protective about the circle, man. I can't, I can't, I can't allow because ladies, I, I, like I said, I've been working ten, twelve years like this, fellas. Ladies are vindictive. I, I've seen these. I, I've seen ladies, a brother who had a degree in working with special ed children. They asked this man to clean the bathroom. <laughs> this man was so offended. Do you have like a problem with women because I think no, everybody it sounds like hold on one second. Because I think everybody's vindictive when they're trying to get to the top. I do. I don't I don't think it's a man thing or woman thing. I just think if somebody's trying to take you down, they're gonna use whatever weakness they that they perceive that you have to try to get at you. So you say so you say women are vindictive. I say anybody can be vindictive. Well, well, I, I respect what you're saying, but that is from the safety of, and I don't know your work history. I'm just assuming by how you said it. I would assume that that's from the safety of not working in a female-dominated field. Uh, you must understand my 10, 12 years, I've seen qualified individuals be shot to the side uh, for no apparent reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I've seen guys, guys really get treated, mistreated in medical. If you're not a doctor or a janitor or a warehouse guy, you get really mistreated in medical. So I only say that because I've seen ladies in power in the things that they say. I've been on uh, HR scenarios where ladies felt like uh, she didn't hire the guy because Quote, he reminded me of my boyfriend. So, yeah, everybody can do that. It's just that I think the underbelly of what I get to see is a little bit more amazing. Let me just put it that way. And and, and it's just my experience. It's just my experience. I'm not saying it can't be. It's just that I, you know, I had to have a talk with my mom. I, I said, Mom, I love you, but I'm trying to work on some stuff, and, I can't be having these five-dollar conversations. My mom was like, well, God told me to do that. No problem. Didn't talk to my mom for eight months. Eight months later, she called me and said, you know what? I apologize. It is not my place to say X, Y. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I ain't trying to chomp you off. It's just that we got to have a great understanding. I love you, but I can't be on that wavelength. So that's that's what my stance is, right or wrong. Maybe I'll listen to you guys on the show and you'll enlighten me on how to be better. But I just gotta protect me and my sanity, man. First and foremost. Yeah, but I don't I don't think being protective is carnal. I think being protective is very spiritual. You know, whatever your faith is. You know, I mean, I'm not like a, a Bible thumper, but my dad a, was a pastor, so I'm very versed in the Bible. And one of the verses that he talked about, I don't know verbatim, maybe Rodney knows, but it, it teaches us to be uh, wise as snakes and gentle as doves. So, you know, I think a lot of times as Christians, you try to go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead, speak on it, brother. I think people try to be, you know, gentle as doves all the time and just, I'm going to share this verse, I'm going to do this, God led me to do that. 
but they don't figure out the snake part about, you know, you really got to go into this situation. And so if I'm a, if I'm a Christian and I'm going out in the world, I'm going into battle every day, point blank. So I got to know when to turn it on, when to turn it off. There's no, there's no linear, linear script to deal with every situation. The, the world is very dynamic. So when I look at things, I'm like, if God's going to equip me with being protective, that's not being carnal. That's being very spiritual. Brother, you 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 don't even realize what you just said, uh, you, because and, and you probably don't even know why you said what you said. But I, I'll tell you that, and my brother T Hawk can vouch for this if he's still out there. Um, but T Hawk, you know the video that you sent, you sent to me as a host and sent to Mister Host uh, Miles Monroe, the initiation mm-hmm. to household stress. Yeah, moderator's mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, that brother just summed it up uh, so mm-hmm. eloquently, uh, just he like did. Miles Monroe. Um, hey, it's, it's me, Harry, by the way. It's me, Harry. Oh, what's up, man? I mean, thanks, Harry, for that, because, I mean, again, you know, again, we have an instructional video, and it says basically what you just said, is that we have to approach these things in these situations that, when it comes down to it, we all know that, that whether it's your marital problem, your job problem, your child problem, it all is going to boil down to a spiritual problem. But at the same token, we can't come out the gate and say, well, your problem is found in Matthew, the fifth chapter. Just read it, brother, and you'll get released. We can't go about it like that. You know, so, I mean, it, again, what you, you just said such a mouthful, Harry, and... And, and this video, T. Hawk probably sent it to me, maybe like in 2009. You know, mm-hmm. about this is how it should be done. You know, this is what we need to be doing. You know, on, I mean, it, wow. I mean, I, I'm just blown away by what you just said because it, it, just, it just came full circle for me. Yep, yep. And we sent the same one, to Darren, too. I mean, sometimes we, you know, the textbook. We all know the textbook. And we all have a smartphone, and we can find a textbook quicker than you can give us a textbook answer. But that don't mean we're going to receive it well. And sometimes mm-hmm. you got to meet a person where they're at. And a Bible scripture may not be the thing. So you got to find a way to articulate that word into layman's terms and relate it back to your life. And you got to be gentle with it, or it's not going to be received well. And somebody's going to look at you like he said, a Bible thumper, and you just want to show me how, how astute you are with the Bible. And that's not appealing to a lot of people. People like, talk to me, brother. Just talk to me, man. All you got to do is talk to me. Tell me what you need me to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just break it down to me. That's all. Talk to me the way you talk, you know, like we shooting a pool. You ain't going to pull. If we shooting a game of pool and you trying to get a point across me, you ain't going to throw the Bible on the, on the pool table. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It just gets confusing sometimes. Mm-hmm. No doubt. That's that's awesome because um, what, what what he said about um, what you said about the the women at work. I I um I have a friend or had a friend or associates that I used to work with. He he felt the same way about women because he had, he had been in trouble before and with with the women at work. 
but so he put all women on the same level. Little did his, he know that his wife, future wife, worked right next to him. And, and he almost lost her because he had that same mentality towards all women. And he did not uh, give women a second chance because of the way he was let go from the previous job uh, because of a woman. So he put them all on the same level. And, um, and he treated them business-minded only. And, and he didn't get the clues because he wasn't receptive of anything that any woman was saying regarding anything that has anything to do with uh, regarding to stuff that's outside of work. So he almost missed his wife. Somebody else had to tell him. Another male had to tell him, you know, a girl like you. And he's like, you know, hey, look, don't, don't start that stuff, you know. And he was so um, adamant about trying to keep his job because, yeah, I understand it's so hard to get a job and, and things can happen, but at the same time, um, and, that, and that brought this bring me to ask you the question of what if you was to be turning down or turning away from your future wife uh, at your workplace? You know, she's around you all the time. You know, just like we watch women, they watch us too. Um, they're looking for a man like we're looking for a woman sometimes, you know, not probably in the workplace. But what if you are actually – um, have your back turned on your future wife because you said you wasn't married yet. Mm, so what if it could be your wife that you are letting fall down the elevator shaft? Mm. Uh, like I said, working <laughs> hey, 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 look, work in progress. Steadfast, brother. Steadfast. Don't, don't switch like, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, work Whole in firm. Hold firm, baby. Hold firm. I'm with you. Hold firm. <laughs> Both feet on the ground. Elevator shaft. That's where they at. Elevator shaft. <laughs> oh, you know, we might need to find that shaft and check these chicks out. You can answer yeah, that. Right. I mean, you don't have to. I want to, but... <laughs> You know what, it's, it's like I said, you know, at this juncture, what happened, and just like the brother made the point uh, of God putting me there, you know what I'm saying? God put me in a real cool situation. So one thing I have learned in this past two years, not to stress and not to have doubt, even when I'm on the brink of of of, of what the average person would would perceive as going backwards or anything. I just I got such a smile in my heart now, fellas. It's like I don't even stress it no more because I know it'll get fixed when God wants it to get fixed. And then if I don't speak nothing into it or focus on it in that type of way and just do my diligent thing, it'll come back better than what it was before. And who knows, I may reach out to the woman in the elevator shaft at the last minute and grab a hand and, you know, might get married <laughs> out. Like I said, in that moment, ain't no telling what what happen. I might have a Superman cape on and, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I mean, and, and you know what? They, they turned out to be um, a wonderful couple. And I just wanted to throw that at you because um, – 
because we never know um, why God send us to the place or uh, make us do things or ask us to do things that um, that that um, we don't understand that all the time. But just because we don't understand it, that doesn't mean that we should change. And 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 that's what you know. Th- th- it made me realize tonight. You know, um, I shouldn't change the way I am just by your testimony, um, Q. Uh, I shouldn't change who I am towards anybody because of a mistake that was, I ain't going to say a mistake, a, 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 a miscall of judgment or uh, a, a character check. Maybe I need to get this character check. But um, but it just, because I was about to do the same thing you just said until I really heard you say it. And a lot of times on this show, we hear, um, we, we hear what we're thinking and it doesn't sound quite like it's supposed to. It doesn't sound right once the words are out in the atmosphere, but it sounds perfectly fine in our minds. But when you set it out and in, in, in the uh, and when you put it out there in the atmosphere, it made perfect sense that I shouldn't do that. Not saying that you're wrong, but I just you know my attitude earlier was you know what I'm finna stop talking to all these chicks. You know I don't care if they marriage is going in the in the dumpster. You know, you go you you go talk to somebody else. That was my attitude uh, earlier today, and it took all the way to tonight to 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 figure out that I shouldn't be that way. I should remain the same because that this is who I am. I'm going to help marriages and eradicate divorce at all costs, at any cost, and just have validation or verification uh, along with me when I'm discussing anything with especially another woman. It should always be um, a two-person integrity when it comes down to me communicating with with any woman. Mm. And so I can always be, so, you know, I can always check myself by that and double-check myself. So, so, But you just helped me out, Q, and you didn't even realize it. So I appreciate you coming to the show and, 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 and sharing with us because um, this is what this show is about. It's about... Yeah. Uh, learning something every time you get on, we make we make good man better man, and it's definitely made me better. And I reach another level every time I get on the call. You, see, you sound like you, know, you sound like you're on the square, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you an well, analogy. You, but that's not a, that's not me no more. But <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's, but that's where I am because this is this is that show. When you're looking for that more light, this is where the more light is found, true light. Let me give you an analogy. This is where true light um, is found. I mean, this is um, where uh, true light is at. And um, and I appreciate you, brothers. And um, do we have any more monkey wrenches? Yep. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I got a couple myself, too, after the, after Tony goes. <laughs> I don't have a monkey wrench, but I, I want to give you an analogy. And I think that that when you are in the the profession that you've chosen to fight for marriages, something that um, is extremely doomed. Marriages are doomed. We know that. Um, they've been doomed. Um, you got to think of someone like a Peyton Manning, a great quarterback. Now, when the ball is snapped, he knows that they're coming. It's not a question. It's just a question which way they're coming. You know what I mean? Is it going to be, a, I mean, a blitz? I mean, what? You know, so he's got to figure out with no time how he's going to handle this defense because the defense is coming. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So you being in the spiritual realm that you're in, you got to understand the, that the attack is coming. You got to be able to identify it at some point. You see what I'm saying? The attack. If if we want to talk about what happened today, the attack was for you to make the uh, assumption that maybe this is not for you, and maybe you should stop doing what God told you to do. Mm-hmm. Other than you sit back and say, "I already know what that is," and I already told you on the phone. Brush it off and keep it moving. Because mm. it's not the first time, and it ain't going to be the last time. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? For you right now, what the what the adversary wants, what the devil wants you to do is stop doing what you're doing. Mm. And you can't fall for the banana in the tailpipe, brother. You got to be like, okay, <laughs> I understand what it is. Yeah, they're coming at me different ways. They're trying to, you know what I mean, mess my name up, so now I can't get credibility to keep doing what I'm doing. No, that's not that's not the answer. Keep doing what you're doing, but understand what's coming at you, and don't give it any more thought. You won today. You beat the defense. Now go play again tomorrow. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, earlier when I was saying, according to that topic about my part, my portion of it, when I was saying that's what they do. Yeah. I mean, I also said, hey, I love sisters, love my mom, sure. but sure. It, sometimes they just come with it. You know what I'm saying? And I just have gotten to the point where I understand that's just what they're going to do. Now, I'm glad you went a different route in your spirit of what you felt was good. All I'm saying is make sure that you don't overspeak it. That's my only comment about that that whole thing. Because ladies tend to look at our sincere attempt to have them understand, even when I go do relationship shows, I start off by saying this is a difficult conversation because sometimes people do not wish to understand the other gender, whether it be male or female. And that's just what it is. It's just, you know, it doesn't matter whether you do it, don't do it. Just understand, like my man just said, the opposition is going to be what the opposition is going to be. You know, so don't try to get folks to necessarily or don't overly try to get people to understand. Just, hey, look, nothing like that happened. Sorry y'all feel that way. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Keep it moving. Keep it moving, man. I, I do have a final monkey wrench. Um, and I hope my boy uh, Harry's still out there. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Hope you don't mind me. Sharing this, Harry, but um, two weeks ago, Harry, uh, it was his first time on our show, and met him in a group on Facebook. I've never seen the man eye to eye, but two weeks ago he was here, um, but last week he missed, and he told me, he said, I thought the show was on Thursday, and I was like, no, nah, man, it's on Tuesday, so I hit him up today, you know, just a reminder, friendly reminder, he said, thanks for the reminder, and he's on. And I say that because this show has been in, in operation since 2009, and there were brothers on the first show that I was not on. But here's the thing with what we do. I think we're 250-plus. Yeah, we're 200, 250-plus uh, episodes of the Married Men Don't Talk show here on Tuesday nights. But here's the beauty of it. Any one of those brothers who were on the first one, which I was not on, didn't even know about it at that time. 
but they will be welcome with open arms. Because and and you, the host is talking about second chances. I'm talking about the 252nd chance, where we will say, "You, you come on in, brother." Brother could say, "I ain't been on here since the first one back in January 2009." But guess what? Guess what? Come on in. Mm. Uh, hey, you're welcome, brother. We, we turn and we turn. We make your mic hot because you know mm-hmm. it, it is what it is, man. That's what we do. It's like we and, and like I said, my boy Harry again. Missed, missed last week, but was here the week before. It's like, man, I thought the show was on. But guess what? He's here again. And going back to what Q said about, uh, you know, uh, Proverbs 18, and, and, and I have to go to the final verse. I'm sure he knows what it is. But the final verse of that is that one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That's mm. the last verse of Proverbs 18. And I know that, you know, uh, getting on here Tuesday nights, honestly, fellas, I ain't feeling it every Tuesday. I'm like, mm. you know what? I'm tired. You know, it's, you know, uh, I could do other things. I just ain't feeling it, but I do. I, I plug in, and 100% of the time I get a blessing, you know, and that's because God, I mean, I think that somebody mentioned uh, uh, T Hawk mentioned God, but you know Hezekiah Walker in the, in, the, in the Love Fellowship Crusade Choir has a song called Second Chance, and I'm sure some of you Bible thumpers have heard it. But it, you're the God of a second chance. But I think that's how we, we, when we talk about God giving us second chance, we've we've gotten 250 second chances, you know, if not more, each one of us individually. So we have to extend. The, the same grace at, at some point we have to try to be like him you know so even on this show anybody you missed last week you missed the last 250 weeks come on in bro <laughs> you're welcome here welcome back that's all i gotta say good words yeah it's awesome that wasn't yeah. a monkey wrench by the way that was good words <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. So, all right. If nobody ain't got anything else, man, we, I, this was a this was an eye opening conversation for me. You know, on on all on all levels. Um, and I appreciate you, brothers, again. And I look forward to uh, incline my thoughts uh, again next week. And that's what I come back for because if you think if you ever stop learning, then that means you need some more friends. Ad, real quick. Um, I just yeah, wanted to say something. Um, when uh, T Hawk was talking about Peyton Manning, and I mean that's that's to me a really good, a real good analogy. You know, the defense is coming, but one of the things that make Pey- Peyton Manning so good is that he done seen it all. Mm-hmm. The reason he done seen it all because he done went through it all. As far as defense is rushing them, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you do gotta, you know, you do gotta stay steadfast and learn that you'll be able to master all those defenses. But you gotta just, you know, go through it. You show up. You gotta show, show up. Ready up. To play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Good words. Good words. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Good words. Okay. Good words, man. Awesome. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up, and uh, and we'll see. Hey, you good guys. call, man. Good yeah. call, man. Good call. You know what, man? It's always a blessing to hear new voices, man. It's always definitely the old voices, but it's always 
I mean, for me, it's all about new voices. You know what I mean? Because people are finding out that this is a user-friendly form. You know what I mean? Yes. And we don't discriminate. You can bring it. We're going to keep it real, and we're going to keep it 100 all the time. So you're not going to get a lot of uh, uh, textbook answers out of us. We just don't do that. Right. You know what I mean? So if, you you know, tell somebody, say, look, man, you know, this thing's going on Tuesday night, and it may benefit you. You know, you don't got to, you know, make someone come on the call, but I think at the end of the the uh, call, they'll be glad that they listen to you. So definitely invite a friend. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm going to flip this thing over to open mic, fellas. Give me a second. All right. 